I don't think so. You just did it, so yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Two mooks and a back. mic. We have myself. I am John. And I'm Chris. We have a special guest. Well, uh, Hello. Yourself. I'm Emma. Emma Johnny's Tang. friend. Yeah, she's a homie. Uh, and you guys can't tell, but Chris is actually in complete blackface right now. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that is the joke that I that uh, Devin told me to say. I was going to say yeah. after you said that, I was going to say, "Oh, what's the uh, what's the intro all about?" Right? Yeah, no, he told me to say, "Chris is in blackface." So oh, that, was, that was a Devin idea. Was, Into the mind funny. of Devin a little more. Huh? Oh yeah, so yes. Oh shit. So here we are. As we said, we've got a new guest today. Uh, yes. Actually, the first female guest, if that means anything. Um, mm. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm honored. Emma. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about yourself, Emma? What do you want to know? Whatever you're willing to share. Well, I can share a lot. So. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm 19 years old. My birthday's in July. Mm-hmm. I ride horses. Oh, okay. I have for a while since I was six. I have three of my own. I have a brother. I'm a nanny full time. Nice, know. nice. Yeah, so I was, that was going to be my next question. Uh, what do you do for a job? I'm a nanny I'm for a nanny. two little two infant boys. They're nine months old this week, actually. Yeah, very happy birthday. Yeah, happy nine months. <laughs> Cool, cool. Do, uh, what do you uh, what do you like most about your job, Emma? Um, I like the freedom of it. I I have a boss, obviously, but I don't have somebody constantly breathing down my neck. I'm kind of my own boss, um, and I'm involved in the kids' life. Like I plan out their meals and I pick out their outfits every morning, and I just things like that. Um, especially since like. When I'm older, I really want to be a mom. Well, obviously, I want to be a mom. Well, no, not obviously. So, yeah, some people don't. Some people don't. Some people don't, but, and that's fine, you know. But. Yeah, that's totally fine. But I have always wanted to be a mom, so this is, like, a really great way to get into the idea of what being a mom is like. Obviously, I don't have the night shifts and waking up every two hours and things like that. But the basics of taking care the of basics, little children. Yeah. yeah. And, like, how to deal with them when they're sick and if they're overtired and if they're hungry. Like, seeing those signs, I feel like, has really prepared me for being a mom one day. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, so like that's, training wheels. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. It's like a preview <laughs> yeah. into what being a mom is going to be like. Peak, a sneak will, peek, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we are just jumping into these questions right off the bat. <laughs> jumping right um, Yeah, and we're going to recycle some of the first questions because I think it's good to get the basics of every guest. But we have a bunch of new questions to ask Emma. Ask away. Uh, but we're gonna, like, we've got a few left of these original ones here. I'm going to pass it off to Chris if you'd like to ask the next one. Yeah, sure. Moscow, what's your favorite, or what's your favorite hobby? Um, probably just being at the farm with my horses. A lot of people, like, I don't want to come off as... The horse girl? The horse girl, yeah. yeah. I'm not not the horse girl. I used to be. I will own up to that. I was definitely 100% that girl. But it's more of like... (laughs) That bitch. That was me. (laughs) I was that girl. Um, it's just like an escape like I can put my phone away and just hang out even if I'm not riding them I can just hang out at the farm it's a beautiful farm huge fields um, yeah, I've seen it. it's nice yeah it's really nice, nice especially in the summer 
you know, I'll sit out there all day. Oh, I yeah, can tan the... out there. It's great. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Sounds nice. And you say you have three horses? I do. I have three. What are the names? Gunner. He's nice. a baby. He's only two. Um, and he was a rescue. No, Gunner. Gunner was a rescue, but he's not the baby. He's actually 15 years old. I got okay. them mixed up. All right. <laughs> Sorry. How do you um, rescue a horse before you go any further? So. It's like a rescue dog. Well, yeah, kind but of, like. But. Rescue dogs are like on the streets. I don't really see a lot of horses on the streets. Well, no, because sometimes it's like if, like with dogs, you know, if there's like a. A kill like shelter. A, 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 a very, like, an infamous one, I guess, is, uh, like, when there are drug raids or, like, drug busts yeah, and they raid the house, fair. sometimes there's a dog chained to a radiator, yeah. like a joker. I know we're already yeah. talking about joker. Yeah. yeah. But, I you know. mean, with the horses, it's a little bit... You don't really know their past. I go to New Holland Slaughter Auction in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't actually slaughter the horses there. It's legal in the United States to do, but they'll ship them to the borders of Mexico and Canada, where it is legal to slaughter them for meat and glue factories for their hooves. It's really sad. Yeah, no, but, that's um, sad. The big thing is is the actual ride to those places because they sh- literally shove them in the trailers on top of each other, and a lot of them die on the trailers, especially the skinny ones. They don't get fed for probably a month. Yeah. No water. Like, that, to me, is the worst way you could die, is slowly starving and yeah, being dehydrated. Sure. So I rescued him from a Texas slaughter Damn, house. Hard. That was Gunner, Yeah. Um, he, he came with a lot of baggage. He's very, like, skittish and scared, but he's really cute. He's really sweet. (laughs) Um, Sammy wasn't a rescue like that. He was a surrender rescue, so basically somebody got him, decided that they didn't want him anymore, and then surrendered him to us, and we took him in. He's awesome. He's the best, the most well-behaved two-year-old I've ever met. He's so (laughs) sweet, so nice. And then my third horse, Seda, she was not a rescue. She my she was my cousin's horse, and she was given to me because my cousin was getting married and stuff nice, like that. Nice. So she was like, you want my horse? I'm like, yeah, I love your horse. <laughs> I'll take it. So that's my little herd that's of nice. horses. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. They're pretty So you, cool. like, ride them and stuff and all that, like the poles or what do you call them? Like the little... Uh, the jumps? Yeah, no, yeah. I used to. I used to compete, actually. Um, yeah, it was really fun, but now I'd rather just... Equestrian? Equestrian, yeah. So I used to do, oh, it's called um, eventing, and there's three, like, phases, they call it. There's dressage, show jumping, like, in the arena, and then you go out in the woods, and that was my favorite part. You're galloping through the woods, like, it's completely silent, and you're galloping through the woods over these jumps that are, like, humongous, and... That was just awesome. It's I two minutes of silence. Dressage is like one of the most abusive ones. It because depends. Because of what they put in their mouth, too. Like the bit. Well, or what, what is it called? It's a bit. A bit. Yeah. So a lot yeah, of people yeah. use bits for everything. For western riding, polo, um, dressage, jumping, everything. I personally don't use a bit. because I used to. But I did more research on it. And it messes up the horse's whole body. It's like having a weight on one shoulder because if one person is heavier in one hand than the other and they're constantly pulling on their mouth, that messes up their whole body. And mm-hmm. I, not for nothing, I wouldn't want a metal thing in my mouth for hours on end. Yeah. So I ride my horses without a bit. Um, really big tongue piercing. 
Yeah, basically. Like the equivalent. And then, like, I don't know if you've ever clinked your teeth with a spoon or a fork. Yeah. That's constantly going on in their mouth. Like, that's the worst feeling in the world. So I don't use a bit. And yeah. um, I ride Western now. So I just waddle around through the trails quietly. Yeah, and I, I, I can't remember peaceful. who showed yeah, me. Yeah, it's really, really peaceful, yeah. You see pictures of all the different bits, and then there's, like, the dressage bits. I'm going to look it up here, because they are. Like, the, there's a regular bit that's just, like, the small thing. Yeah. Like a piece of metal, you know, and that's, like, relatively uninvasive. But then you see these dressage ones have got, like, chains and all this, like... Yep. Nasty ass shit. Like, look at those. Like, imagine having that in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, For hours. Sometimes people, like, between sessions in the the show day, because you're there all day, Mm -hmm. they'll leave their horses with the bit in their mouth so they can't eat properly, they can't drink properly, and there's a piece that goes around their nose that keeps their mouth shut so they can't breathe properly through the whole day. Like, that, to me, is just not... Not okay. I don't want to cause problems because there's probably going to be people in the comments like, I use it, blah, blah, blah. That's, it's my opinion. I personally wouldn't want to have a metal thing in my mouth constantly. That's just me. I I respect that opinion. I agree. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's, I'm all set on that. I've seen a huge difference in the horses too. I used to use a bit on Seda and she would, um, she would rear up a lot and back up a lot and she was just crazy crazy kind of but i stopped using a bit on her and her whole mood changed she was so much happier so i was like i'm never using one again good yeah good yeah yeah and we're gonna segue into the next one and um what's your favorite movie of all time or right now whatever um both yeah both i have to say my favorite movie of all time don't hate me for this one. Is Twilight Breaking Dawn oh, part one? Man. Part one. <coughs> oh man! <laughs> but that's like my favorite. <laughs> it's I just I could watch it over and over again and never get bored of it. <laughs> but oh, I really, really like Tangled, the movie Tangled, that's the Disney banger. movie. That's a good one. It is a good one. one. I could watch that one over and over again as well. I had a chameleon that she named Pascal. I did. After the chameleon (laughs) in that movie. It was really cool. something else. Yeah, he was a pretty cool guy. Once or twice. Yeah, he died early on. Yeah. That's unfortunate. He passed away, unfortunately. (laughs) He had some issues, yeah. Don't get chameleons from Petco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But parakeets, though. Parakeets, <laughs> my bird, Charlie from Petco. Yeah, yeah. Emma was, and I were. That was a recent dive. purchase, wasn't? He was. Emma yes. and I were hanging out the other day, and I I went into Guitar Center and I bought a synthesizer, which I recently returned, as I realized one, it was a waste of money, and two, I am nowhere near smart enough to work a machine like that. <laughs> And Guitar Center is right next to Petco, and Emma wanted to go inside, and I was like, all right, well, as long as we don't leave this place with an animal, right? And then we went inside, and we ended up leaving with a fucking parakeet, (laughs) because she wanted a damn bird. So she bought a bird, this little blue parakeet that she named Charlie, and... It, honestly, he's he's pretty cool. He is. He's very cool, and he's not annoying. Like he doesn't chirp 
all the time. He just like does really? a little tweet here and there. Yeah. I heard that they're loud. No. He's he's trying to talk though. He <laughs> No, I swear on my life. The other day I heard him say, Baby, baby and I was like, oh, Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? It was so cute. Awesome. I almost started crying. Yeah, like, teach I'm him to say, him. say things. Say bad words. Yeah, I want I want to teach him to say bad words. So like if somebody comes into my room, they just hear lots and lots of like <laughs> cuss words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like that'd be really like funny. which ones? Like fuck you. Imagine. <laughs> and then they're like, "What did you just say to me?" And I'm like, "That was not me. That, that was, was <laughs> that was Charlie." I don't think they would mistake the bird saying <laughs> "fuck you" and you. Well, you never know. <laughs> Well, uh, favorite movie you say is Breaking Dawn Part 1. Part 1. That is where she gets married. And is it tied with Tangled or is Tangled no, your favorite movie right now? My Tangled is my favorite movie of all time. Okay, ever so since that's it came more out. than Breaking Dawn Part 1. Well, Breaking Dawn is also, I've watched, they're like tied, yeah. So they are tied Basically, then. Okay. yeah. So what is your favorite movie right now? One you've seen recently... That you've got a lot of love for. Spider-Man No Way Home. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's a very good answer. answer. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but it is absolutely amazing. We could, we I could feel like we've already little, spoiled it already. we, we got to just make sure we throw spoilers, at, or uh, uh, spoiler warnings. But but uh, So here's your spoiler warning for No Way Home. That uh, came out, like, what, six months ago? Yeah, exactly. But hey, still, the way, right? <laughs> Some people it. haven't seen it. Um, um, what was Chris? I'm gonna start Chris. What was your favorite part of No Way Home? That's a good question. Part. I don't know. Um, I kind of liked when the Goblin part came out of Goblin. Oh, that, yeah. was cool. <laughs> that, that was cool. That was my favorite part. And I liked when they all reunited and were swinging off each other and doing all that shit. Uh, all and the they did the meme. Yeah, yeah, like, where they all pointed at each uh, other. They did the meme, yeah, they did the meme in the lab coats in the yeah. lab, and then they actually did it in the behind the scenes and stuff. Yeah. Like what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, when they had Andrew, Andrew and Toby were talking, and Toby was like, "You're amazing. You are amazing." And Toby and Andrew was like, "I really needed to hear that. Yeah. I really needed to hear yeah, that." A lot of people are saying. I've asked that question to a lot of people because I love that movie. Yeah. And most people say the scene when Andrew saves uh, MJ. That made me cry. Was, yeah. Well, yeah, you I were there. You were there with I me. I was this like movie with her for the hysterical. first time. For, the for your first time? No, for her first okay. time. I took it. We went to see it. I didn't take her. I made her pay. Um, <laughs> she was weeping like a child at like, the end of the movie. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting next to her. The movie, it had been out for like three months or something like yeah. that, right? And and there were people all around, like, clapping at the end. And she was the only one that was, like, bawling her eyes. Oh like, and I was like, Emma, you're fine. Like, shut up. You're okay. Like, calm down. And everyone was, like, looking. I, I did like, that with um, Dog. Have you seen that movie that just came out? I did not, know. It has Channing Tatum in it. And it's about this dog who has, that, like, huh? war PTSD because she was in the war. And... Spoiler alert, a big one. This is how it ends. So, <laughs> what if I wanted to see it? Well, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, sucks, sucks. so Channing Tatum, I can't be that interested. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're gonna ignore that. Oh. At the end of the movie, so Channing Tatum was told you need to train this dog and bring him, bring this dog to its owner's funeral because the owner had died at war and he 
like this dog is vicious, like bites him, like it was horrible to him. And then at the end, he was supposed to bring the dog to be put down and he dropped her off at the place to be put down. And he was like, no, she needs her muzzle. Like she needs all these things. Make sure she has these things. It reminded me of the movie My Girl where her little friend was in the <coughs> casket and she went up to the casket and she was like, where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Oh, is, didn't he die from getting stung by bees yeah. in the movie? Yeah. It was like that same feeling because he was so concerned about the dog. So did the dog die in the end? No, he turned back and took her. Oh, he good. stole her, actually. Right. Okay. It was not legal. But, yeah, I cried because I was like, what if that was my dog? But it was a happy ending in the end. No, yeah, no but it was still that. sad. Yeah, it was well, still that's really fair. sad. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um... Well, since we're we're going off of these getting to know you questions, uh, what is a again? Some of these are the same that we've asked Devin, and well, they all are so far. Just the base questions here. What is a musical artist that you've been listening to a lot recently, and why? Oh, this is a hard one. I listen to a lot of music. Um, Billy Joel. Really, I love eighties music. I love it. Love love it. Why? It reminds me of my dad, uh-huh. and I love my dad, but I have, like, distinct memories of when I was little, and he'd be listening to, like, Brown Eyed Girl, and... Chuck Berry? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Chuck Berry is incredible. He listens to all those songs, and so I made a playlist of, like, all of those songs, and I listen to it all the time. I yeah. love it. God, that's nice. Yeah. Good. That's a good answer. I that like that answer. Yeah. Chuck Berry is always a good answer. You Brown Eyed Handsome Man? Mm-hmm. Great song. Piano Man? Uh, Bill, that's Billy. No, that's uh, no, that's Elton John, right? That's Billy Joel. Piano Man is Billy Joel. I'm, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't. I don't even I, know. I have no clue. Man. I, I I I know as far as old music goes, I know Frank Sinatra. That's like the biggest one that I know. That mm-hmm. is Billy Joel, my friend. It is Billy Piano Joel. Man. Wow, mm-hmm. that goes to show my knowledge. That shit. Damn. Damn. You made me question myself. I, I got it wrong. My bad. Damn. Okay. Shit. Well, uh, what is your biggest pet peeve, Emma? My biggest pet peeve is when I'm talking and somebody cuts me off. Hmm. Good to know. Yes. I'll Good do one. that more. What do you think my pet peeve is? My biggest pet peeve. I know what your biggest pet peeve okay, what is. When it? people slap their lips together mm-hmm. when they're eating. Okay. What do you think Chris's is? Just by looking at him, what do you think his biggest pet peeve is? I have no idea. What would you think his is by looking at him? I just said I have no idea. Well, try to have one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what mine is. Maybe, like, somebody that burps in the middle of a conversation. Like, out loud. That's one of mine, too. I have never experienced that. You've never been talking to someone, and you're, like, speaking to them, and they just write out burp. Like a truck driver. No, but now that, that I'm thinking about it. If that I have. is like, ugh. That like I get horrible. if you're like hanging with your friends and you have to burp, whatever. But not while I'm like this close to you, and <laughs> you burp <laughs> right in my burp. face. I'm like, ugh, what? <laughs> what just happened? No, I've never experienced that, but that uh, that would definitely be a pet peeve of mine. Would definitely be interesting. Yeah. What do you yeah. think yours is? How do you not know? You don't have a pet peeve. I mean. I don't like. I don't like being talked down to. That's annoying. Just mm. like, mm. not like, That's a good like one. just like in like a like they have. It's mainly at like work and shit. Like they have more power over you because you're serving them or whatever. 
Oh, like with customers? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And they're like, you got to do it this way, this way, this way. And I'm just like, dude, I just work here. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the fuck alone. Yeah, you're like, I know how to do my job. Right. Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like people with the gas prices yelling at the people that work at the gas stations. Like, yeah, listen, yeah. I just work here. I don't make yeah. the prices. <laughs> well, that's a good pet peeve. Yeah. I respect that one a lot. Thank you. I feel like that's better than chewing sounds, to be honest. That's a better pet peeve. But. That, one, that one's interesting, though, because we had to scrap one of our latest episodes. Oh, because yeah. Of the, uh, the lip smacking. Yeah, we talked about that episode, too, that we were going to release it uh, with uh, Quinn and, and Sean. Well, I wasn't going to expose the lad for yeah, smacking no. his lips. but Oh, we're not saying who it was, but we're not going to throw that episode like we have it for last episode yeah, oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah you did you were like i love him but <laughs> well he's a good kid we'll, we'll see who our true not, fans are and listen to the last one that is not the reason the main reason we scrapped the last episode but we are going to redo that episode and bring sean and quinn back on yeah to you know give him a a second chance i guess <laughs> a second chance. a do-over a do- there you go yeah, they need it <laughs> All right, so Chris, why don't you uh, hit the next question here? Oh, sure, sure. We're coming to the end of our um, our base questions here. So Kinda we've got two left. Digging deeper, yeah. Um, so we're going to do, what is your favorite fictional character, and what do you think that says about you? My favorite fictional character is Sam from The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Hmm. And you've seen that movie, right? Yeah, because of you. Yeah, it's because a of me. Horribly sad movie. It is a very sad movie, but I feel like I relate to Sam a lot. Um, she she goes through a lot of stuff that I have gone through. So like to see somebody else on like the way that it was depicted is so realistic and so like she played it awesome. It was Emma Watson that played. Yep, that Emma played Watson. her, and she did amazing. I think. She did a really good job. Well, why don't you tell us more about her and why? And what, and what do you think well, that says about you that she's your favorite character, too? So, she, I just feel like I relate to her a lot. And I, like, not to sound, like, egotistical or anything, but I like characters that I can relate to. So, yeah. the way, like, her being in a relationship with a guy that didn't really treat her right, not saying the relationship I'm in now, Past relationships. Yes, past relationships. Past relationships. Andrew, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Andrew, if you're listening, I love you too, buddy. Too. <laughs> we're, we're speaking about the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but just her, like, trying to figure out how to be treated right and things like that, you know. It's, it's difficult because... I'd, I'd like to take a minute to appreciate Andrew, by the way. I don't mean to interrupt you, but... No, I, don't but interrupt. I do. But, um... Andrew is single-handedly, in in my opinion, one of the best boyfriends I've ever heard of because he got you into Star Wars. And I think <laughs> I that's you were going to say something sweet, like, no. because he puts up with you. Hey, because, because he got you into Star Wars is a very sweet thing, too. Okay, yes, I think yes. most... Honestly, I'm going to say it. Most girls that I know don't like Star Wars. I really like Star Wars. I've watched the movies with him, and I've rewatched the movies since without him Mm. twice. That's a true fan. I've rewatched it twice because I wanted to understand it more and pay attention more and things like that. And I really do like it a lot. The older movies, I don't see. I'm not like a Star Wars nerd. So the ones that came out like a long time ago, the first three that came out, 
Not my favorite. Not gonna lie. <laughs> not my favorite. That's okay. I like episode one, two, and three the most, and I really, really, really like the last episode. You like the rise of Skywalker? I do. Oh, no. Oh, lordy. Listen, okay, Andrew, at least I like if you're Star listening, Wars. you got some work to do, okay? <laughs> make sure that she doesn't go around spouting this, 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 this blasphemy. <laughs> but anyway, Andrew, again, if you're listening, shout out to you, man. That is, it, 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 no, he's a very, very good boyfriend. Good and it took me a long time to find a person that was a good guy. And, like, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Nobody's perfect. But, like, he well, apologizes for his mistakes. He does good things like that, which make him a good guy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's just a good guy. And yeah. It took me a really long time to find a good guy. And that is also, like, Sam from the movie because yeah. she goes through a lot of relationships. I know in high school I was one of the girls that was always in a relationship which was not the best label to have. But it wasn't like... I mean, from an outside point of view, I can see how somebody would view me as someone who could like sleep around and things like that. But a lot of the time, it was not like that. Mm -hmm. I would date somebody to date them, and I'd want to have a relationship with them, and that other person would just not want to. They had different things in mind. So, yeah. But Andrew is never like that. And in essence, and, 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 and you, you showed this throughout high school, too, that you didn't care what other people thought about you anyway. In that no, I didn't. Least, you know, yeah. Which is a good thing. Well, like how I view it is I know what I'm doing. Why do I need to prove to anybody else that I'm the person that I am? Do you yeah. know? Does no, that yeah, make yeah. sense? As yeah. long as so, you like, know and the people that are close to you that you love mm -hmm. know who you are... Yeah. Who they really are. The, the the other people's opinions aren't shit, you know? Yeah. 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 Which is good. That's that is very yes. good. So your favorite fictional character is Sam mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is an incredibly sad movie. I do highly recommend it. Um, if again, you're mentally stable. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you're mentally stable. If you're like a little... <laughs> Eh, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> going through some things, I'd put it on the list, but yeah. Emma showed me that movie a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Very good movie. Yes, mm. it is very good. Well, with that, um, what what would be your dream job? My dream job, actually, is in like the works. Now, I, I like kids, yeah. um, but I would not want to continue being a teacher or a nanny. Yeah. As I get older. Yeah, it's very did. it's a very tiring job. Yeah, that's for sure. Ideally, and I'm staving up right now mm -hmm. for the future, but I want to have my own farm, a horse Ooh. farm where people can board their horses there. But I also want to have Christmas trees. That would be awesome. Yes. And I'm not doing it for the money. Um, when I think of, like, when I was little going to cut down Christmas trees with my family, I remember this one place, I don't even remember the name of it, but they had a little shed with hot chocolate and, like, cookies yeah, and stuff. Nice and cozy. It was so sweet, and, like, I would love to see people, see families come and experience that. Like, that's such a sweet thing to see. And, yeah. like, grandparents with their grandchildren, so, so sweet. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I would love to see that. Like, especially if I can provide that for people, exactly. that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. That's very wholesome. The place yeah. I went, it was, like, 
I knew the guy, same guy every year, and I'd talk to him and all that. So, yeah. It's like yeah. a family almost. Yeah. it's a very. I want it to be like a very family, cozy, safe environment for people to bring their kids and exactly. whoever. Bring their bring their dogs. Like, just things like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's my dream career, which will hopefully become a reality. Yeah. Yeah, make it become a reality. If you want it to, you can, you know, you can achieve anything you put your mind to, is, is the kind of corny quote, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. it is very true. So that's your dream job. Now, what is your favorite time of year and season? I don't want to be, actually, no, this isn't being basic. Basic is fall. I love summer. And I'm talking. <laughs> I was just about to say. I was just about to say the basic answer is summer. So as long as it's not summer, you're fine. <laughs> I like the summer, like the hot, hot, hot summer where you're like sticky and whatever. I love it. And summer rain, like going outside summer during a crazy. storm, is just awesome. Okay, why? Why why do you think think that uh that the sticky, hot, sticky summer is, is your well, favorite? Because I, I get the rain part, but what about the well, rest of it? Why I hate the cold. I hate the cold. Okay. I will do anything in my power not to be cold. I don't like it. I think it's the worst feeling being cold because once you're cold and like really, really cold, you can't get warm again until you like take a hot shower. Yeah. At least I can't. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've no, been yeah. outside for a few hours and you're, like, cold to the bone. Mm -hmm. I, no, I don't like that at all. Yeah, my, mean, my buddy Grant and I were, were talking about that the other day because we were outside and it was freezing and we were shivering. Yeah. And then we came to the realization, the two of us, that if we just tell ourselves to not shiver, we won't. Did that work? It worked 100%. I feel like you're lying. We were just, no, I'm being, like, 100% honest with you right now. We were just, like, you know, like, when you're, like, shaking and shivering and then yeah. you're just, like, like yeah. Just take a breath out and be like, mm, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Okay. And then you won't shiver anymore. That doesn't make you any less cold, though. I know, but you're not shivering. You know, your teeth aren't chattering, mm. you're not shaking. <laughs> so you're you're cold, but you're not, you know, violently cold, I guess. <laughs> yeah. you know? And that actually works. I'd, I'd recommend trying it, because yeah. it's kind of neat. Yeah, I need it to be like 70 degrees or higher for me to be, like, happy. <laughs> we had, I thought that seasonal depression was a fake thing. Not a fake thing, but I thought it was, like, all in your head. It's not all in your head. Mm. We had a 70-degree day Friday. Yeah. Friday, mm. yesterday. And I was like, people probably thought I was on drugs. I was so happy and whatever. It that was, was a very good day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I really out the books. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, we've had shit weather, like, for a while now. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that was amazing. The past month or some shit, dude. It was Unfortunately, horrible. I was inside all day, but... So was I. Yep. <laughs> you you know, know, yeah, it. we looked at it. You can, you can buy I it. took my meal, I went on a little drive, because... No, I went on a drive, too. So. Yeah, the location that I work at in Amherst, mm. there's a little horse farm down the road, oh. so when I take my lunches, I drive by and I say hi. So, you know, I was <laughs> I was going on a little drive, it was, it was 75. Yeah. God, so I had the windows down, you know, smoking a cigarette, listening to some course. loud music. Of course, you got And it. then I turned it down when I drove by the horses. And of course, I, you can't hi. startle them. What a yeah. nice guy. I love That's the horses. They're really cute, and I like saying hi to them. But. Yeah, they're pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I had something like that, but I just drive around Mitch. It's kind of boring. Oh, yeah. Come it's to the just... farm. Anybody can come to the farm and say hi to the horses. Yeah. yeah, we should go to the farm, Chris. Where is it? Chester. 
That's a haul. I can't really do that in thirty minutes. No, you would, lunch, you right? could you could meet me here and then it's we twenty could go minutes from here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. We could I was talking about going on my lunch. Uh, that's what you no, 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 no. I was no, like, that's no, kind of a haul. No, we would <laughs> we'll go with her. We can feed yeah. the horses and stuff. Yeah, we have fun. goats too and chickens. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's not. It sounds like it's cool. Yeah. So. So, so next question. <laughs> what is the weirdest dream you have ever had that you can remember? Um when I was little, and I don't know why this has stuck with me, but when I was little, I had a dream and I walked down my stairs, and the way my house is set up is you walk down my stairs and you're in the living room, mm-hmm. like with the couch and everything. So I walked down my stairs, I was by myself. And there, and I was floating. So, like, I was walking on the ceiling. I was upside down, if that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, well, not <laughs> it's really. like, this is like a trip, man. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, probably. But <laughs> I walked down the stairs, and there were alligators. Like, my floor wasn't my floor. It was a pond of alligators that were, like, trying to eat me. And that... And you were walking upside down? On the ceiling. And, like, there would be points where, like, I would just fall into the alligator pit and it would just happen over and over again like it would just like respawn on the yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was actually terrifying and then it was just like a journey to the kitchen and you'd keep dying yeah it was was like jumanji like i lost my lives (laughs) (laughs) lost my lives gonna respawn like jumanji yeah and then another dream i can think of off the top of my head this one's a little more recent um i had all of my friends in a really big white bowl and it was like the hunger games but there was no obstacles we were just all standing in a white bowl so confused like why are we here and then all of a sudden they would just die like someone would get their head chopped off someone would get shot someone like scary 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 things and i'm like like, was was i there yes did i die yes and i was the last one so imagine like me being alone around all of my friends body parts and like What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And then I just woke up and I was like, "Wow!" It sounds like a like a deep rooted psychological terror. Yeah, going on. yeah. that sounds like some go. Squid Games. <laughs> <laughs> I should go see someone about that. But yeah, those are the craziest <laughs> dreams I've had for sure. Dude, all your friends dying. Yeah, that's maybe fear of being alone. That, if we want to talk about that, yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? What's your biggest fear? <laughs> well, being alone. And I've worked on that. I've been trying to work on that. And I think it's important for people to accept being alone. Because for a really long time, I didn't want to be alone. Hence the boyfriends in high school. It wasn't about, like, the sex or anything like that. It was the fact that I wasn't alone. Um, And I still struggle with it, like, today. And it's, like, physically being alone. Like, in my room alone. But I've learned to enjoy being alone and wanting my alone time because you learn so much while you're by yourself Mm. like it's not scary you're never actually alone but like you're your own best company yeah you need to learn how to not get distracted on your phone to just sit and be present with yourself is very important i think um psychologically because you're not focused on anything else if you can just take a few minutes out of the day even to like meditate just relax and sit and be quiet and calm it's it's important i think yeah Yeah. amen i agree with that i think that 
you need, like, people don't know enough about themselves, and you have to spend, like, if you spend enough alone time, like, with yourself, or if you just have alone time, I guess, yeah, you will learn so much about yourself that you didn't know, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy, because you imagine, like, I know everything about me, like, I am, I've yeah, been with myself forever, so, exactly, yeah. but you're yeah. going to learn something new. Every time you, you know, just spend a night alone at, in, that, in your room instead of going out and hanging out with friends, you know, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I definitely think it's important. And find, like, being by yourself, you can find new hobbies that you never thought that you would like. Mm. Like, things like that. Yeah. That's a big one. That is a big one because, uh, you know, and hobbies are part of being comfortable with alone time. To become more comfortable by yeah. with being alone, finding a good solo hobby is a good thing, too. Yeah. And... When I would be alone, a few years back, I remember I would be alone and I'd get stuck in my own head and stress myself out and things like that. But I taught myself how not to do that, for the most part. I mean, it happens still sometimes, but for the most part, I can be pretty comfortable being alone and calm and not stressed out, freaked out, sad, depressed, laying in bed with the covers pulled over my head. I can go for a walk with my dog, go watch a movie by myself, like, things like that. Anything you can do with other people, you can do by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it'll be better by yourself. Yeah, go for a drive, and as corny as the sound, sing a song as loud as you want. You don't have to worry about anybody else hearing you, so do it. Amen. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Sounds like me going to work every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I mean, I guess we're on the topic of cars now. Um, what would be your perfect road trip? I Where actually... all that? I have a road trip planned oh. for the end of April. My friend and I are road tripping. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a long road trip, but we're going to Florida. We're driving to Florida. That's a trip. What are you talking about? Well, when I think of road trip, I think, like, going around the world. Oh. Or, like, at least... <laughs> not around the world, <laughs> but, like really getting out there for like months and stuff but it's a two-day road trip to florida um i want to take a road trip to like california or something my friend did that but she did it by herself she's pretty crazy kind of freaked out about yeah and she like slept in her car and everything i'm like good for you bro because i'd be geeked out i would be so scared i would love to do that you're a guy though imagine being a girl sleeping in your car it's scary being... I mean, I'm not saying it's the same scary at all, but it can no, be scary sleeping in your, your car as, alone as a guy, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I know there are things that <laughs> no, make I it scarier for girls, but I'd be kind of freaked out sleeping in my car. I think I'd probably have to get, like, a, a motel or a hotel room, you know? Yeah. Even then, uh, though, like, it's just so scary. Like, I've been obviously doing research on the road trip and how to keep myself safe, and I've been asking people. My old driver's ed instructor was a cop. So I messaged him and I was like, do you have any tips on how to be safe? And he was like, get like 360 on your phone, get wasp spray, like the 30 feet one, because if you spray it in somebody's eyes, it'll like literally blind them. So I'm going to get a can of wasp spray and have it in my pocket, (laughs) like a crazy person. But I, I don't know, have you ever seen the movie Taken? Either of mm-hmm. you? You've seen of course. it? Liam Neeson, you haven't seen that movie, Chris? It's so, fantastic. No. Holy crap. I don't and get how much. When his daughter yeah. goes to Europe and gets t- 
taken and into he's like, sex trafficking. And he's yeah. like, that one. Yeah, he's that, like, I yeah. have a very particular set of skills. That's mm. that movie. Yeah. Yeah, my dad made me watch that when I was probably maybe 13. And ever since then, I've been like psychotic. My friend thinks, my friends think I'm crazy because of how like cautious I am. But that is my biggest fear is getting kidnapped. It's a valid fear, man. Yeah, I mean, if you want to sure. murder me, make it quick, whatever. But do not kidnap me and put me into sex trafficking. That is, like, the worst thing in the world. <clears> that is, yeah. So, I've been doing lots of research. But when on... you go to Florida, are you going to make the drive in one day? Because, I mean, realistically, you could just do it one shot. It'd be long, but you could do it, you know. We could, but, see, this goes back to being safe. If anything happens at night... While we're driving, and for some reason I need to pull over, a lot of Ted Bundy's victims were people that were pulled over on the road, and he went up and killed them. So I'm we're planning on waking up early and driving throughout the day and staying at a hotel. And okay. I've looked up ways to like check like your hotel a, room and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like make sure it's a big one, like a like a hill. Big one. Or something, shut all the know? lights off. Yeah. Make sure there's no lights, like blinking lights anywhere, because that's sign for a camera. The mirror trick, where if you put your finger up to a mirror and there's a space, you're good. If there's no space, it's a two-way mirror. Um, I didn't know that. Did yeah. You? Um. No, I'm <laughs> hotel rooms. Yeah. Hotel rooms can be really easily broken into like the door can be opened really easily so you want to take your um ironing board and like <clears throat> shove it under the handle so that they can't open it close your blinds obviously lock your windows it's it sounds crazy but that this is how people get taken like you're making me like anxious for you yeah <laughs> well i'm gonna have like 360 on my phone i have an apple watch that i'm gonna keep charged because it tracks my vitals and everything so if i'm ever unconscious if my heart rate drops for any reason, if it spikes for any reason, it immediately calls 911 and all my emergency contacts. So, that's hopefully... Well, to Emma's family, if you're listening, just know she'll do this safely, I guess. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm crap. very prepared. I'm, like, gas stations and stuff, we're both going in together. Like, mm -hmm. I'm bringing my wasp spray, she's bringing her pepper spray, I'm, my friend is letting me borrow her taser... I don't even know if tasers are illegal, but I'm not going to take it out unless I have to use it. And in that case, I'd rather go to jail than be taken. So, Fair enough, my friend. Yeah, and when Jeez. we get there, we're staying with my aunt. We're not staying in a hotel or in an Airbnb or anything. Well, so. I'm going to be texting you for updates on this drive. I'll, <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll put yeah. you on Life 360. Yeah, so, so I'll download it just to be sure. I'll be like, you in the hotel room? I told, <laughs> I told Andrew, I was like, if I am in a place more than 20 minutes... Call me immediately. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. I'll, uh, Andrew and I will book it down there. If he yeah. goes, I'll be like, "All right, I'm coming." Fuck I'm it, coming. Let's go. We're coming. Locked and loaded. Pull Liam Neeson this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. Crap. Yeah, that is. That is scary, man. It is scary, yeah. but on the flip side, I want instead of flying one because plane tickets right now are so expensive. Mm -hmm. But I mean, so is gas. But I did the math, and it would be cheaper to drive. Um. When we go down, I want to see things. Like, I don't want to be stuck in a plane with my yeah. mask on. Like, that just does not... And the last time I went on a plane, there was so much turbulence, I'm, like, scarred for life. So, <laughs> I want to drive down and see things and take pictures of us in yeah. different states and things like that. Yeah. Visit some landmarks. On yeah. The that yeah. That's cool. And uh, what are you going to do in Florida? Um, we're planning just hanging out with my aunt. She has an awesome house. She has a pool, a hot tub, 
Like, mm, it's really, really nice. Cool. She's awesome. She makes all of her dishes. She never orders out. She's an amazing cook, amazing baker. Um, she grows, like, pineapple pineapples and mangoes in her front yard, which blows my yeah. mind because you can't awesome. do that in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah the last time we were there, we woke up to fresh mangoes, and I was like, oh, when did you go out and get these? And she was like, I just walked down my front door. And I was like, oh, okay. I love mangoes. mangoes Imagine them fruit. fresh. Ooh. It's amazing. I'll bring one home for you. Yes. <laughs> I will. Um, and we're going to go to the beach, obviously. We, you have to mm-hmm. if you're in Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, swimming with manatees. Just be safe there, too. Oh, mm. Johnny, you think I won't? I, no, I just got to say it. You that know, spray is coming with me everywhere. That taser. <laughs> 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 I don't care if people think I'm crazy. I am crazy. Bring a fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. My little fanny pack. Yep, yep. Constantly have my hand in my fanny pack. Ready, ready, to, to, ready to whip, whip out up the, my spray. <laughs> the freaking wasp spray if you need it. Yeah. Good, man. Good. Yeah. And no, so no... Uh, no Universal or, or Disney or anything like that? Nope. Not this time? Not this time. Maybe next time. When I have more time to plan it. This was, my mm-hmm. boss told me she was going away for a week, so I was like, I I'll just go money to Florida. Too. Fuck, it's expensive to go to Disney. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. The last time we went, my friend is a, um, she's a dig- Disney agent, so she got us like four days paid and then the rest free for the park, so That's we wild. took that opportunity to go to Disney, sure, but I would too. now, <laughs> yeah, now we we really have to save to go. Yeah, because yeah, when I think of sure. like going to a place, I think of like Six Flags or something, it's like like a hundred bucks tops for the day, yeah. you know, not like a twelve hundred dollar trip to a, an amusement park or whatever, you know, mm. it's like, like it if it's over four hundred bucks, I wouldn't do it, you know, yeah. so I, I have to save up at least, so I respect yeah. that. Our trip in total, I think, was like $5,000, and that was for seven days at the park, staying on a park resort, Um, planes, that was included, food, everything. $5,000. It was really cheap. Well, (laughs) I wouldn't say cheap, but for when you think of a Disney trip, comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking, but for me, that's like that's yeah, it's like a quarter of a vehicle, you know? Yeah, yeah, that is a vehicle. (laughs) That is a vehicle. But that's not including like what we bought there because we bought a lot of stuff there. Um, We had to buy an extra suitcase actually because we couldn't fit. Well, Andrew got one of those Star Wars mask sculptures. I don't know what it was, but it was humongous, and he was like, I don't want it to break, so we need to buy another suitcase. I wouldn't want it to break either if I yeah, well, like it was half like, a rack on that I think it was like $300, so, yeah. Whew. So we bought another suitcase Well, for kudos that. to you guys for being able to, you know, for planning it out and saving up and stuff. That's yeah. really cool. It was worth it. Definitely stressful leading up to it, because, you know, you go as a kid and your parents... Kudos to parents, bro. <laughs> Planning all For that real. stuff. And we didn't even have, like, family members intruding. It was just us two, and mm-hmm. we were stressed out. So, Good Yeah, imagine being, like, a parent and having, like, a kid or two to watch, like... Yeah. Like, I saw their shit alone, let alone <laughs> bring them to Disney. Yeah. yeah. I saw a TikTok that was about, like, it was, like, parents preparing for Disney, and it was, like, him pushing a stroller and, like, doing all these, like, moves with it to try yeah, to, like... I saw that, too. Yeah. That's how it is. It's crazy busy there, but it's it it's is. awesome. It is Even during awesome. COVID times, too, huh? Yeah, we went during COVID. We went when the mask mandate was lifted at mm. Disney, and that 
wearing a mask outside it was 109 degrees the hottest day that we were there that and then you walk 12 miles a day so that was like if i had to wear a mask that whole time i don't think we would have gone i really don't because i was drenched in sweat barely wearing any clothes yeah like, forget about it i wouldn't be able to do that yeah it's like wet on your face too mm-hmm. yeah. of that. <clears throat> the, what is it precipitation from your mouth yeah. just like speaking oh yeah, yeah yeah not a vibe Ugh. so when i was younger i on my bucket list i wanted to go to disney and universal mm-hmm. and shit but what would be on your bucket list like top three whatever my uh i want to go to did you live in montana or wyoming I lived in Montana. For some reason, I get the two mixed up, but I want to go to Montana and stay on a ranch for a week. I feel like that would be really fun. And, like, herd the cows around and stuff like that. Well, it's not all Sweet. It's not all cowboys and, 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 and you know, all that sort of stuff. But, <laughs> cowboys but, and Indians. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, there's a lot of it, but, but there are other things that are really, really fun to do there. Like, if I go yeah. there, I'd want to go for, like, a hike. Yeah. Like, I want to do stuff crazy. like that. I love yeah. nature. I'm... So you want to go to Montana. Yeah. I what else it. would be on your bucket list? Uh, a cruise. I went on mm. one cruise. We went to the Bahamas. Um, it was a Disney cruise, so it was when we went when we were little. Mm-hmm. Um, I got stung by a jellyfish, and that's Damn. about all I remember. I was eight, and I don't remember a lot of the trip, which is really sad, but I do want to go on another cruise. Jellyfish things are rough. Yeah, especially when you have to pee on yourself to get the stinging to go away. You don't have to. Is that the? Yeah, I was going to say that's not the the best way. way. One of the crew members came up to came up to me and my mom, and she was like, "She got stung by a jellyfish," and he was like, "Pee on yourself," and I was like, "I'm a I'm a blow your mind here." (laughs) Um, I was stung by a jellyfish in South Carolina because that's where my grandfather lives. We were down there. We went to Myrtle Beach. And I was stung by a jellyfish around my ankle. And uh-huh. they called a lifeguard, and the lifeguard had some spray in a can that was not urine. He made sure to tell me, because <laughs> my pumper was making the joke to, for me to piss on myself. Yeah. And he was like, no, don't do that. I got this. It's fine. And it worked fine. Well, so I'm glad you had that. But <laughs> I was in the Bahamas. People were not speaking great English. All I heard was <laughs> pee on yourself, so I did what they said. <laughs> Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. So it works, number, though. It definitely works. Number two on the bucket list is a cruise. What would mm-hmm. a third thing on your bucket list be? Go to Hawaii, for sure. Go Ooh, to Hawaii. Andrew's good. not pumped about it. He's very scared of islands, because he's like, what if there's a tsunami, and then the island gets... That's tsunami. a valid fear. Yeah. Okay, but what if we get bombed by Russia? Like <laughs> That's also a valid thing. Yeah, but that shouldn't Sucks stop you from doing something that you want to do. Like, anything can happen, so you might as well just do it while you can. At least you'd go out on a bang in Hawaii. I'd go out in Hawaii. Like, there's no better way to go out. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Um, so, now we are going to segue into some questions that are a little bit more personal. Spicy. Okay. A little spicy, yes, if spicy. you will. Okay. <laughs> so, the first one mm-hmm. is, what is the worst lie, not the worst is like it was a bad lie, like I messed it up, but what is the worst lie that you've ever told? <laughs> okay. One that had some bad ramifications, or maybe one that you avoided bad ramifications, but it was something that, like, like I guess that you should have owned up to, you know? Okay. The worst one. So... You're going to think I'm, like, not very 
you're gonna think I'm like a little. I don't even know. Like it's not a cool insane. lie. No, oh, it's okay. not. It's <laughs> nothing insane. cool. Insane. It's nothing cool. Three. And I and I did get caught and I did own up to it, but okay. it was very scary at the time. So I had like 360 on my phone and I had just I probably had my license for a year maybe. I think it was the beginning of junior year, end of no, end of junior year, beginning of senior year that summer. Um, and I was driving my mom's Mercedes because I hadn't gotten a car yet. And, like, you were so cool if you were driving your mom's Mercedes. Yeah, like, still it's are, a Mercedes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I picked up one of my friends and I was like, Mom, I'm going to this guy's house with my friend. Um, we're just going to hang out. There's a fire. And she was like, okay, just don't drive my car unless you're coming home. And I was like, okay, fine, cool, whatever. So, and she had me on Life 360. Keep this in mind the whole time. So we were at <laughs> this kid's house. We were just hanging out. We weren't doing anything bad. We were literally, just, like we are now, just hanging out, talking, watching a movie. Totally innocent, totally, like, chill. And my friend was like, my mom needs me home by 11. And it's 10.30. So I was like, okay, uh, well, I want to stay longer. So I'll drive you home and then come back. And the kid I was with, he was like, yeah, it's totally cool. Like, whatever. He was my friend. We weren't dating or anything. Like, just purely friends. And I was like, but the thing is, is I have, like, 360 on my phone, and my mom told me that I can't drive, like, unless I'm coming home. (laughs) So me thinking I'm a genius, I go, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to shut my phone off, completely off, so she thinks my phone is dead. <laughs> Not knowing that you can see somebody's battery life on Life360. My phone is at 80%. Oh, so I shut man. my phone off. I took the kid's phone, and I was and I texted my mom on the kid's phone, and I said, Hey, Mom, my phone died. Looking for a charger now. Text me on this number if you need me. And I left my phone at the kid's house. So we're halfway... I dropped my friend off. We're coming back home. I'm thinking, I'm going to get away with this. I thought I was the craziest kid alive. I was like, this is so cool. And he gets a phone call from my mom. And I answer. And I was like, hey, mom. And she she was like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm at so-and-so's house. And she was like, you're lying. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm at so-and-so's house. And she goes where's your phone? And I was like, with me, it's dead. And she goes, that's weird because it says it's at 80%. I was like, shit, shit. Mm. And she goes, and I can hear the cars pass, passing you. So where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I had to drop my friend off and I just wanted to keep hanging out. I'm so sorry. And she was so mad. But we talked it out, still in the car, talking to her on the phone. Meanwhile, this kid's next to me and he's like, what is going on? (laughs) And she ended up being like, I'm really disappointed in you. We'll talk about it when you get home. And I was like, okay, I'll drop him off and then I'll come home. And she goes, you can stay out for a little longer. And I was like, this is the best mom ever. Like, you're going to let me stay out longer? Even though you're mad at me, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I feel like a lot of people had Life 360 like in high school and stuff. Yeah. I was Maybe, lucky the thing enough is, not to have it. My yeah, mom, same, same. No, it wasn't like that. My mom wasn't the crazy mom to be like 
I need to watch where I recommended it because me being paranoid I was like mom you need to get like 360 because what if I get into a car crash you'll never know well, that's what I was going to say after all the horror stories you've told me tonight yeah. I think I'm going to make my kids get life 360 too yeah and I'm never like my kids will have life 360 but I will never be the parent to use it against them like I'm not going to stalk their every move I will purely have it just in case anything happens because God forbid anything happens to my kids. Like, that would, that, I can't even imagine what that would be like. So, mm-hmm. I recommend Life 360 for those non crazy parents out there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I feel like a lot of the crazy parents like to take advantage of it, though, for sure. Yeah. No, there definitely are parents out there. I was just lucky enough not so, to have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, and speaking of parents, I guess, we'll uh, say, what um, is one thing that you think your parents don't understand about you? Ooh, I could get yelled at for this one. one. I mean, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. No, I can answer, because my parents definitely, like, know about this, and they're gonna listen to this probably, but the tattoos and piercings, definitely, like, they do not like tattoos, they do Mm -hmm. not like piercings, and I get where they're coming from, absolutely, but that's all I'm gonna say on that subject. It's a little touchy. I got one today, and we're kind of beefing right now. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. My mother had a lot of reservations about my tattoos as well. And then I was like, look, mom, like, I understand that you think this is me making these decisions on a whim. And fuck, maybe it is. (laughs) Maybe it is. But ultimately, I am, I personally, I am 20 years old. I am, and I got my first one when I was 19. So I was like, I'm 19 years old. I am more than adult enough to make this decision. But I want this on my body. I like it. It looks cool. And I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, she was like, all right, you know, it's fine. It does look cool. You know, and that was that. So I'm lucky to have parents that are more understanding about it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, my dad is less angry about it. He's definitely disappointed. I'm just one I'm just gonna throw that out there. One hundred and ten percent disappointed. He told me this today. <laughs> My mom is <laughs> He was like, Emma, I'm so disappointed in you and I was like, Dad, I love you. I'm sorry, but <laughs> but <laughs> My mom definitely hates it. Like oh, she no. was so angry and I get where she's coming from. I yeah, get it's it. Understandable. Like, I, I understand. And yeah. but you know, and she's, her big thing is she's like, you're going to regret it when you're older. And I probably will, if I'm being honest. Probably. I will. When I'm 80 and, you know, crinkly and saggy and whatever, I probably will regret it. But at least I can look back and be like, at least I did, at least I was happy at that moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at least, like, I, yeah, at least I did it when I wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, at least I did something while I was... If I'm 80 and my grand my grandkids are like, Grandma, why do you have that on your arm? I'm like, well, this is what being a teenager is. You do things. Maybe you regret it. Maybe you don't. But they're memories permanently on me. So Yeah, and if for nothing yeah. else, just to have them as a memory when you're older. Be like, that was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I can always cover them up if need be. Yeah. Yeah. And you can always get them removed, too. Yeah, I feel like my too. parents don't I've heard that's more that painful thing. than getting oh, yeah. it. Because oh, they, yeah. like, zap your skin. 
because they have to go under layers and like, stuff. But by like, the time I'm old enough to want or like old enough to want to get rid shit. of them, they're gonna have a better way to get rid of exactly. them. Like, things are constantly being changed, updated. <laughs> you know all this shit. Yeah. By the time I'm fucking fifty or sixty, I'm like, all right, fuck this. You know, fuck this Joker tattoo. We nah, get rid I'll of say it. that. I know, but if I'll I do that. for any reason, you know, if it scares my kids or some shit, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, you know, let me. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm gonna like lay down on a machine. And it'll be gone. You know, like five Oof. seconds. It could, who knows where shit's going? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you're right on that. You never know. I mean, and I'm not going to be covered in them either. I'm not going to be, like, covered from head to toe in them. I oh, don't I think. Am. Well, yeah. I am. I'm getting them all over my face. Ooh. You're lying about that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick pee break, everybody. Yeah. I have to use the restroom. We will be back momentarily. All right, and we're back after our uh, pee break and other... Fun stuff, so uh, yeah. Yeah, so let's, uh, you ready to move on to the next question, Emma? Yes. Like I said, we've got about six left. So we'll start off with this one. If you had to guess what people appreciate about you the most, what would you say it is? Uh, I'm pretty honest. I, I think that would probably be it. I'm, part of it is I'm a horrible liar. Obviously, with the mm. story with my mom, <laughs> I'm a pretty bad liar. But I also, like, growing up, my mom always told me, she was like, I will find out if you're lying. And that has just stuck with <laughs> me. I don't know why. But now it's, like, engraved in my brain that if I lie, bad things will happen. Mm. And, like, now, I guess, like, y- you get bad karma if you lie. So I, I try not to lie. I'm pretty honest. Like, if mm. I don't want to hang out with someone, I tell them I don't want to hang out with you it's nothing against you i just don't feel like hanging out with people and i find that people don't get as offended if i say that instead of making up an excuse and then they find out that i'm sitting at home doing nothing do you know what i mean yeah like if my if i ask my friend to hang out and they said i just kind of want to be alone like nothing's wrong nothing between us is wrong i just want some alone time i would totally respect that rather than saying that they're busy and then them snapchatting me a picture of them just sitting in their room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So probably yeah. I'm I don't lie, I'm very honest. So I'm honestly, a very honest yeah. person. Being genuine. Yes. Nice. I am. If I don't like something, I'll tell you. And I'm not like in high school I definitely was a little bit on the meaner side. Johnny, you can back me up on this. I was kind of a jerk. <laughs> well we both were. Yeah, but now, like, I try to be as kind as possible, and I try not to offend people if possible, because, I mean, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody, I wouldn't want to make anybody uncomfortable or offend them in any way, um, if, with my opinions, or, like, if I disagree with something, that's just, And honestly, I feel like that, that's just part of... Uh, you know, growing up and growing out of those things, you know, you, it's just that kind of high school mentality that you've got to be somebody that you aren't, you know, and then yeah, deciding that you'd rather be nice to everybody or, or be more inclusive or be more open to new ideas and things like that. It's like, it's, it's part of growing up is getting, is be, becoming more open-minded, you know? Yeah. And I definitely like, another thing is I'm very not judgmental. Like, you could have purple hair and be covered in tattoos and piercings and 
whatever. And I won't judge. Like, that's you. It's not, I don't care. It's not affecting me in any way. Obviously, if you're doing something that, like, I don't agree with, I'm not going to hang out with you as much. Like, for example, if you're doing, like, hardcore drugs, I'm not going to hang out with you. I mean, you do you, but... Yeah. I just, no, I don't want to be around that. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that, that would be probably the best example. But mm. if somebody's, like, listening to what a type of music, I'm not going to criticize them for that because maybe they don't like the music that I'm listening to. Yeah. If somebody's wearing a certain type of clothing, unless they're, like, completely naked, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> what the heck are you wearing? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I'm pretty, I look over that stuff. Yeah, like being, it doesn't really. It's it's you know you're very people. I feel like a lot of people in high school are very self-centered. You know, only worried about themselves and mm-hmm. and and making sure that that everything goes a certain way or whatever. You know, and and like I said, growing up is getting out of that mindset. That's know? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like when you're in high school and you're constantly worried about yourself. You're not worried about yourself in the stance that you want to make yourself better. It's you wanting to impress other people. Mm-hmm. And that is something I think, like, at the beginning of high school, I did not care. Obviously, I had a wicked short haircut. I dressed however I wanted. I would be so weird. I was a weird freshman. But mm-hmm. I didn't care. Like, I just didn't care. And then high school really got it, got to me. And I cared what people thought. I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and get ready and make sure I had my iced coffee, whatever. Like, I was that girl. Yeah. And oh, now, I know. like, yeah, you know, you know. I, I had to make sure, like, everybody's perspective of me was exactly how I wanted it to be for each person, too, which is, like, I nitpicked everything about myself to make sure I looked the perfect way one day and needed to wear this on this day and things like that. Even, like... It was unhealthy how much I nitpicked every little thing that I did. But now it's like, it doesn't matter. I don't talk or see anybody from high school except for my friends, like Mm. you and Kelly. But that's it. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) So if anybody's in high school listening... You don't have to worry about what other people think of you in high yeah, school. Live your life for you. Fuck everybody else, man. Yeah, to a certain like, extent, extent yeah. you know. Yeah. Like well, Chris, I'm sure you experienced those sort of things in, in high school too, right? Or something along those lines. Yeah, at least. For the most part. I mean, I would just kind of wake up, be like 20 minutes late to first class, and uh, <laughs> throw on whatever I had, and backwards pants sometimes, and all that. Nine. So I really didn't really give a shit, but I tried to treat uh, people differently according on how they treated me, sort of thing, just sort of like fitting in type deal. I okay, guess. Yeah. So like if they were talking about sports and shit, I don't... I couldn't give a shit about sports, but I would, like, talk to them about that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. stuff like that. Ma- ma- uh, like, mainly to be nice, but I don't know. I kind of wanted to, like, be cool with everybody, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of, which is, you know, uh, honorable in and of itself. Just kind of... It's not being a part of everything and, 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 and kind of appreciating that other people like certain things and trying... Maybe it was even just trying to get to like those things, too. You yeah. know, it's like... I don't know. Like you were saying, people like different things and you don't judge them for that, you know? Yeah, and, like, I like different things than other people, obviously, but I would never push that onto somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, if I like to, I don't know, 
ride horses. Ride horses. I'm not going to be like, you have to ride horses in order to be my friend. Like, that's not how I am, so I would expect somebody else not to be like that towards me. Obviously, that's not everybody. Um, And another thing that my mom told me, I recently lost a friend. She didn't die. We just stopped being friends. Oh. And, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, there's a little bit of betrayal. (laughs) Anyway. Um, my mom told me, she said that her mom, my grandmother, always used to tell her, show me your friends and that'll tell me who you are. Basically saying if you hang out with kids that do horrible things, what makes your family members or anybody else think that you're not doing those things? Not that it, it matters, but like... The meaning behind it is, like, show me your friends and that'll tell me who you are. Yeah, the people you you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so ever since she said that, that, like, really opened my eyes and I've very, I've been, like, rethinking. (laughs) You you surround yourself with people that you, one, want to be around and two, that that to an extent reflect the same interests that you have. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're interested in the same music or the same hobbies you know mm-hmm. like like anything that you could think of yeah exactly. so if you have a bunch of friends like if all your friends do hard drugs then the parents will probably think you do too you yeah know, and something. even if you don't start off doing the same things as your friends sooner or later you probably will at least try it like oh, talk yeah. in the drug acts aspect i've never done drugs parents if you're listening um i've never <laughs> done drugs but like, hypothetically speaking, if I was hanging out with a bunch of people that did drugs, what is going to stop me from not trying the drugs? Not saying yeah, that I yeah. would, but it, it would probably be difficult. With everyone to. around you is, yeah. yeah. So I, one of the biggest things that I feel bad about doing is, is I, I smoke cigarettes a lot. Mm-hmm. I smoke like, I used to smoke like seven or eight packs a week. Now I'm down to five or six. Which is there. It's pretty good. Round of applause. It's pretty good. But yeah. one of my biggest regrets is is doing that in front of my friends and getting some of them into it. Yeah. Because I know it's not a good habit. It's something that's horrible. But that's what happens when you're around yeah. people that do certain things. You're bound to try it and possibly even get into it yourself, which is in a lot of cases can be detrimental to your mental and or physical health. But yeah. that's just but how it is. That's like to an extent. So. Like, yes, you smoke cigarettes. Yes, some of your friends might have tried that. But, like, that's one thing. If you're going through something, don't you shouldn't feel like you couldn't tell your friends about that because they might start doing it too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you need help, reach out to your friend in hopes that your friend won't start being the way that you are. Yeah, like, from yeah, personal yeah. experience, when I was going through something, I was telling my friends about it, and I was so scared that if I told them what I was feeling that they would start doing it too not trying to influence them and I wasn't trying to because it was a horrible thing but like I'm telling them what I'm experiencing and they were like why are you doing this so I didn't want them to get like curious and start doing the habits that I was doing and then get into it the way that I did it can also be like really annoying and and for me it really fucking pisses me off (laughs) when people question why you do certain things like when people ask me like, when when I'm smoking cigarettes, I'm like, why are you smoking? Like, you shouldn't smoke, you know? It's like, well, I don't smoke for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break, you know? Get off my fucking ass. Yeah. Like, I don't smoke because it's cool. I don't smoke because it's fun. I don't smoke because I like it because I fucking don't. 
mm-hmm. you know? I smoke because it's something that I, I got into when I was in a bad spot mentally, and now yeah. I'm addicted to it. Yeah. Know, it's an addiction, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not something I can escape all that easily. I'm not going to say it's something I can't get away from at all, but it's a very hard habit to break. You have bigger problems that you have to worry about first before yes. quitting smoking. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's a good example. I had, I, I don't want to get deep, but it's like a good yeah, example. Feel free, feel free if you're comfortable. I had a little bit of a problem with eating, if you mm. know what I mean. Yes. And I didn't want to tell any of my friends that because I was a twig. I was very little. And, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, you have to be that skinny. You have to do this. You have to do that. And my, it stemmed from something completely different than looks. Like, I didn't want to look that way, especially when people tell you that you look disgusting. Like, that's, you don't want to look that way. But it gets, it's like addicting to not eat food. It sounds weird. No, I, I understand, yeah. It's like a weird feeling. And then you get to the point where you haven't eaten in three days, and if you do eat something, you feel sick. Like, it's yeah. not healthy, but it's also not something you can really get away from. And then it starts turning into, like, you go out with your friends, and your friends start saying things like, I don't want to buy you this because you're just going to throw it up later. Like, things like that. And personally, I never did that, but they didn't know that. All I told them was that I have an eating disorder, and... That's it. That's all I told them. Because they were saying things like, oh, you're so skinny, I wish I could be like that. And I got sick of it, and I was like, no, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, so you stop telling people about it. Because you start, like, hallucinating and things like that. And then that puts you in a bad spot, because you don't think that you can confide in in your friends about Mm -hmm. these issues that are really important to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that are like a big thing that, that you're struggling with. And if you can't go to your friends or loved ones about it, then... What are you gonna do yeah. about it? Like, it's, yeah, it, most people you can't feel get to really, these things on their really own. Really trapped and very, very, very alone when yeah. those things happen. And then, with that friend that I no longer speak to, I remember telling her about it, and she almost like dismissed my feelings about it. And she was like, "Well, I only ate this today. You're doing better <laughs> than I am." And I was like, first of all, Damn. hold on, not a competition. There is zero competition mm-hmm. here. Okay." You should probably eat more. I'm proud of myself for eating more than you did today because the fact that you just said that kind of freaked me out, but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I'm doing fine. But, like, that's what exactly what I was scared of. I was so scared she would, not her specifically, but my friends would turn around and be like, yeah, I only ate this today, so I, I must be like that too. And I'm like, it's not. Just that, but <laughs> it's just it's just me trying to voice my own. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to let here. you guys yeah. know that if I'm in a bad mood or sick or anything like that, this is why. So you guys don't worry about me like that, and like I'm getting the help that I need and things like that. And I did, I got the help that I needed, and I'm doing much better now. Yeah. But it was very good, yeah. yeah, yeah you need to find the people that will support you, but also not judge you not judge you yeah and they won't sugarcoat things either like kelly my friend you know kelly mm-hmm. she is not a sugarcoater she was like i will literally spend 24 7 with you if it'll help you at all so you can eat three meals a day and have snacks in between and drink enough water and like friends like that are very important and friends that don't just say well, why don't you just do it that well why don't 
why don't you just do something mm-hmm. you don't like to do? <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or something that you can't stop doing. Yeah. yeah. You're addicted to something or you, you are struggling to the point where you can't get away from doing something. And then people mm-hmm. are like, just don't. It's like, well, I fucking would if I could, man. Easier said than done. <laughs> Way easier said than done. It's, yeah. It gets um, messy. Once you start telling people, like, what's going on, it gets so messy. Because then, yeah. like, even today, I was with my dad, and I had just eaten, and I was not hungry. I genuinely was not hungry. I just had a sandwich. And he was like, do you want some food? And I was like, no, I'm okay. And he was, Emma. And I was like, Dad, I swear everything is fine. I'm just not hungry. I had three oh, meals yeah. today. But, like, that, that, I didn't want my parents to worry about me, and now they do. So... Yeah, I mean, which, which they're, it's, it's bound that they It's would, their no, job, I know that. Yeah. But I that was a big reason I didn't tell my parents was because I did not want them to worry about me. My friend, another one of my friends went through it when she was much younger than I was, but she was put into like a mental hospital and all of that stuff. Oh, so I was scared they were going to try to do that to me. And I was yeah. like, I'm not, no, no. No, there's valid reasons to not want to share it. No. Yeah, and they, they told me, they were like, we would never do that against your will. And I was like, well... Thank you for letting me know that now. I wish I had told you guys sooner what's going on. But yeah. Some people aren't willing to to sacrifice anything. They're just so stuck in their own ways, oh, you know, yeah. to to sit and listen. And I think that, that listening is very that's another thing you learn when you get older. Mm-hmm. Is that sometimes it's better to shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> you know, it's better to be fucking silent and listen to you know, especially with the people you care about, to listen to their problems, hear yeah. them out, and try to help them through it, and not throw your own things, not compare, mm-hmm. not, not you know, anything like that, to just shut the fuck up and listen, man. Yeah. That's one of the most important lessons to learn, is that you don't need to always be the one who's sharing something, or, or, or you know, anything, you know what I mean, like anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, like, any sort of mental illness, physical illness, any trauma that you've ever gone through, it's not a competition. And I can't, that's, there you go, that's a pet peeve of mine, is people taking (laughs) the things that they've gone through and making it sound like a competition. Like, oh, this was worse for me than your situation was for you. Like, they're both horrible situations, doesn't matter what happened. Yeah, like, you shouldn't compare, like, hypothetically speaking, if my grandpa died... But yours also died. Like, don't say, oh, I was closer with my grandpa than you were. Like, that's still your grandpa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even in the situation, like, like where if a friend came to you and was like, I'm going through this, Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear, oh, I'm going through this too. Like, you might think that, like, some people might think that's, like, comforting. Like, like if someone says, is coming to you saying, like, I'm depressed. I've been going through a lot of things in my life and I'm feeling really, really depressed and alone. They don't want to hear you say, yeah, I get that, man. Like, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. They want to be supported. They want to feel support, not to know that you're also having the same struggles. Yeah. You know? yeah. They want to know that you're there. Mm-hmm. You're able to shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was something Andrew said to me when I told him about what was going on. Because I didn't tell him for a long time either because I didn't want him to worry. But he, was, he said to me, he was like, I have no idea what you're going through. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what you're going through. You can either try to explain it to me, or you don't have to. I'm not going to judge you either way, but if there's anything you need me to do that will help you, let me know. Or stop doing and let Mm -hmm. me know. And I will do that if it can help you in any way. 
I can do that. And that was like the perfect answer. And he's like, I'm always here to listen. I don't know what you're going through, but if you can further educate me and open up to me and feel comfortable opening up to me, then maybe that could help. If not, you don't have to. And that was like an amazing boyfriend move. sympathy instead of empathy. Yeah. And a lot of people think that empathy is better when I can relate to someone going through something. That's what they want. No, Mm. they want... And as much as it might sound bad that they're they're not like looking for sympathy as much as they're looking for help, but sympathy will go further in cases where someone is actually seriously struggling with something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just saying, I'm sorry you're going through that, like I'm here for whatever you need me to do, all these sorts of things, you know. It's yeah. Way it gets you way further than saying, Shit, man, I I go through the same shit every day. It's like that I don't fucking yeah. like I care but I don't care right now. Yeah, like Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm focused on my shit. Focus yeah. on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then, oh yeah, I feel you. I feel like empathy is huge and you need empathy to understand what people are going through a lot of the time but voicing it in that time of need is not not the time yeah yeah especially 100 yeah if you have empathy for something instead of saying oh i went through that too you could say things like oh maybe you could try this to help or can i do this to help you because if it helped you then maybe it can help them without you expressing that this is what i did and it cured me do you know what i mean because it also puts pressure on you to do those things and expect to be cured with whatever so yeah you expect it to work yeah yeah and then you're disappointed when it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) so in some cases it can do it can do more harm than than it can good than good yeah but you always have to be there to to help your friends, especially I think, and the people you love. You gotta. It's very important to be willing to listen and to help them through their struggles. So on that note, would you <laughs> would you sacrifice your life for anyone? And if so, who? Uh, I would actually. Um, I wouldn't say it's a human. If my horse. <laughs> Here we go, horse girl time. Uh, If there was, like, I don't even know, a bomb coming to destroy whatever, and I could let my horses go and I would die, I definitely would. So just the horses? Yeah, just the horses. Sorry, sorry everybody, but (laughs) (laughs) we're both humans, so (laughs) we have the same intelligence at that point. Every man's for himself. You're out. You're out. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> well, you know, Chris, I, I actually kind of think this question's a little interesting. So, mm. would you sacrifice your life for anyone? And if so, who? <laughs> um, honestly, I'd probably do my dog for sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's a man for sure. Yeah. And he's already been through enough shit. He doesn't need to die. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Connections with animals can be really, really, really strong. Yeah. So. I feel like the same shit. He doesn't, he can't be like, oh, yeah, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I woke up on the wrong side of the crate today, man. Like, I <laughs> going through some shit. Yeah, you just listen, because I talk to my dog sometimes, and I'm just like, damn, man, I'm going through it. Like, and he just, he just listens, wags his tail, <laughs> likes me and all Yeah, it gives you yeah. some kisses. And I give him a treat when I'm done, I'm like, thanks for your time, buddy. <laughs> Have you ever been, like, talking to your pet, and, like, your dog or something, and you're getting all emotional, and you're, like, just ranting to your pet, and then they just do something, like poop on the floor right in front of you and you're like I fucking hate you right now and you're like what you the know? fuck I was just trying to open up to you and you shit on the floor 
I I have never really had an animal, or at least one that I've been very close to. So I haven't experienced that personally, but I can see how it would be very frustrating. I, that's happened with the horses. Like I've been hanging out with them, and they'll like bite me or something. I'm like, Are you kidding me, man! I'm just trying to talk to you. What about you, Johnny? What do you think? Would you yeah. sacrifice your life for anybody or anything? Any um. Well, eating? I think I. I well, I honestly, this answer is a lot different than your guys' was, but I think that I would sacrifice my life for anyone. I don't I oh, think geez. that if, if... That's deep. If there was a situation where, like... You what? just made it. Where my parents, you know, were in a situation, like, if there was, like, like if somebody broke in, they were like, oh, my God, we're going to kill them or you. I'd be like, I'll take it. Right here. Come on. Come on. They didn't do nothing. Right here, you know. Or if if either of you guys were in a situation where something like that was going on, I'd be like, fuck it, man. I'm sorry. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care at all. I respect it. But I feel like a jerk. I just, I am of the mind that, like I said, I always want to... Like what I said in the last episode with Devin, my mm-hmm. what I want to be remembered for is having been there when I needed to be, you know, and being the person that I never had. And I think Aww. to an extent that doing that, you know, or or being able to be that person, like if there, if there was a situation like like I got to do this this training at work like once a month or something about like active shooter training. Yep. And I always think to myself like man, if that situation if that happened, like I would be the first person to run at him and try to do something, you know. Like cuz I don't want anybody else to yeah, get I, Every so time crazy. I do one of those, I like picture myself like kicking his ass but in reality <laughs> I'd probably be out up. the door I'd be gone so everybody says like in reality I probably would run away I really really and I'm not trying to be like a selfless hero but I really think that I would <laughs> run at this motherfucker I could see you doing that I would I go think. crazy though I wouldn't yeah. do it like I would be like you wanna know I got these scars there's <laughs> like I would be swimming around like joker-fied <laughs> I would I would I think just them. you doing the Joker laugh would be enough to get them to leave. You just look at them and laugh. And I, I mean, if it were me, I'd be out. I'd be gone. Like, if I didn't know you, I'd be like, this man is 110% crazier than me. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I, oh, I stand no chance. <laughs> no, I, I think that I, I really would for anybody, you know. I, 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 I don't know. I guess I, to an extent, I might value other people's lives more than mine, but not in, like, a bad way. Yeah. Just in, like, I've had all these experiences. You know, mm-hmm. it's, like, the situation, like, people always, like, or, or this, like, this comes up sometimes in, in videos that I watch or interviews and things. It's, like, would you, if you had to either save, like, like from, like, if a, if a building was on fire... Like, the train car thing? You had thing? to save an old man or a young, a young person. Yeah. You know, it's, like... I would save the young person because mm-hmm. the old man has had all these experiences. He's lived his life, you know, and as much as I would want to save both of them, if I had to pick one, it would be the young kid. Yeah, yeah that they makes sense. haven't had any time to do anything, you know. And and the way I see it, I've, I'm only 20 years old. I haven't lived my life to its fullest yet, but sure, if I could sacrifice myself or if I could die to save somebody else, that would in a way, be living it to as full as it could be, you know? 
Yeah. It's like that's that very, would, very fair. That would be something that's pretty good to be remembered for, you know. That's for being that's the for fucker sure. who jumped on the you know, the, the yeah. psychopath with a gun in Target or something like that. It's like <laughs> I as crazy as that sounds, like I mean the story comes out man attacks shooter in Target. Laughing maniacally. Yeah. Imitating the Joker. That would be me. Just as crazy question mark. I feel like I'd want to talk them out of it first. Like I would, like if someone stuck me up at the at the what is it counter, whatever you want to call it, the teller line, yeah, whatever. But and he was like, "Oh, give me all your money, all that bullshit." I'd I'd want to be like, "Are you like for real about this? Like, do you really want yeah. to do this?" Because we have shit that we'll track them in five minutes. They'll get put in cuffs with less than ten minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think about that situation a lot. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, why not take that opportunity? Because they're taking their life and throwing it right in the dumpster. They're going to get locked up for a while. See, I think there's a difference, though. I think there's a difference between someone robbing a bank Mm. and someone just killing people for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, they have to have something behind it. Yeah, if someone was robbing a bank, you know, and they hadn't hurt anybody, they just wanted the money... Mm. I would, of course, like you said, want to talk them out of it. But if somebody was just shooting motherfuckers in a store, there's oh, a yeah. point. Like, I love nothing more than helping people through their problems. Honestly, That's a big that is problem. my favorite thing. But you should be a if therapist. that was an issue and that was happening, there's no talking them through that. And even if there is, shot. they've already killed people. It's, it's like, fuck, man. I'm not going to... Try to talk him out of it. No shot. No, like, I would just I'd kill the motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, jeez. I, I think about that all the time. Like, my fear of being kidnapped. What would I do in that situation if all of my plans to not get kidnapped failed? Mm. Unlikely. But if they did, <laughs> and I was in the back of the car, and this guy's, like, driving, I'd start talking out of my ass. I'd be like, listen, man, you don't want me. I'm emotional. I throw up a lot. Sometimes I have accidents. I wet the bed all the time. You know, I'm just not the girl for you. Like, you can pick any other girl. I can't, I'm telling you right now, you don't want me. You don't, I have so much baggage. You don't want me. I throw saw, me out. Let I me go. I don't remember what movie it was, but I was watching a movie where someone was doing that, like, trying to talk them out of kidnapping them. It really? wasn't, I don't think it was, like, a female in that sort of situation, yeah. but it was someone trying to talk someone out of kidnapping them. And, like, you'd think it would work, but then the guy just, like, turned and, like, bashed him until he was, like, knocked out. So it was, like, to an extent, it might work. But it yeah. also might anger the person. So I mean, like, there's two like, things that up. could happen. I could anger them to the point of killing me, which at least I'd be dead and not being put through God knows yeah. what. Yeah. Or they'd let me go on the side of the road. Either way, not the worst possible outcome, in my opinion. The lesser of, of the lesser three or two evils. Yeah. Yeah. The lesser of two evils. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but I do. I think about that all the time. Like, what would I say to somebody? I try. You try to stay calm, or you could always say, "Thank you so much for saving my life. My life back there was shit." <laughs> that like, would if be they better. really, really want to like destroy you and make you all messed up, I'm messed up as it is, bro. You just saved me from a whole lot of baggage. <laughs> I, I feel like that could be a better thing to say to them. So, are we gonna like partner up on this, or like <laughs> yeah. what, how how we do this? You can like, like lie to him and be like, "I got a bunch that I think would fit." for this and then as soon as he goes you can just like take him out or something yeah. <laughs> that'd be yeah. wild I feel like there should be a movie like that if there isn't already the, we should yeah. write that movie 
if I'm in the back of his truck, I kind of climb up to the front and, like, sit in the passenger seat. So where are we going? I'm kind of hungry. Can we get, like, Starbucks or something? Like, I mean, if you don't want to feed me, that's fine. I don't eat anyway. But can I... What are we going to... Can we go shopping? Can we we play some music? Like, I feel like that would probably be the best route, actually. Because they, again, they would either be annoyed with you or you'd go on with it and... Have a good partnership with a random person. I wouldn't <laughs> you know? call it good. I well, I would. Yeah. It might not be the healthiest of situations, well, but at least you have like kind of a choice to do what you want to do. Like, eh, can I we go swear. shopping? I guess so. Whatever. If it'll get you shut so. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was a movie about that. I don't remember what it was. It was a pretty dark movie. But this girl was in her bathtub trying to kill herself and yeah. the guy broke into her house to steal her stuff and he was like are you trying to kill yourself right now and she was like yeah leave me alone and they ended up getting married and like what he stopped robbing houses and all this stuff yeah because he saved movie her life is this i don't know i don't remember what it was but it was a really really good movie what yeah. That sounds like a trip. That sounds <laughs> like sounds a crazy movie. Just a little bit, but it was kind of, like, interesting. Like, oh, mm. hmm, okay, so that's how you do that. So, I guess so that's how you get a husband, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I mean, I'm trying to think of a savvy transition for this one, but it's, I was trying, <laughs> but it's not much. Um, what is holding you back from being the person you want to be? If you aren't already the person you want to be. Um, like, physically or mentally? Whatever. Whatever you feel. (laughs) The person, well, I feel like I'm continuously growing into the person that you want, I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, every day that passes, you are growing both physically and mentally. That's right. So, I guess the person that I want to be is the person that I am right now. Because I'm content with myself right now. Well, think about it this way. Think about it this way. All right, I'm going to lean in for this one. Okay, so every day you're growing into somebody better, right? Yes. And you're going to end up in this peak physical mental form that you're, is your, you know, ideal Emma, right? So, but you're not there now. Yeah. So what's stopping you? What's stopping? Why aren't you there already? I I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just the time of it. The person that I want to be eventually is, who is somebody the, who yeah. lives on a farm and has no worries except how, like, just, I just want to be a worry-free person. And I have a lot of worries, but they're valid. Like, I've gotten better. I used to constantly make up, not make up scenarios, but take a scenario and make it ten times worse and worry about that. But I want to eventually be a person that can look at a scenario and say, oh, it's not that bad. It'll pass. Move on eventually. Like, just chill out with some of the things. Yeah, I guess it's like, for, for, for this question, like, what's holding you back from being the person you want to be, you have to first identify the flaws with who you are, you know? Yeah. Like... Like, for me, a, an obvious one is cigarettes. You know, I, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, what's holding me back my addiction. Mm-hmm. I want to be someone who's smoking free. I want to be free of that, you know. Yeah. And what, what, what's holding me back is, is the addiction and, and what it does for me, you know. Yeah. How it is a mental release and that sort of thing. So I guess first, you have to identify a flaw in the way you 
mentally, I would say. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that you should focus on that as in a physical sense, but in a mental sense. What is something that is holding you back from being a better version of yourself? Probably the anxiety. Mm. I have a lot of As you know, I'm literally just a ball of anxiety. But if I, you asked me that question five years ago, I would say the exact person that I am now. I'm exactly where I need to be and want to be. I have a stable job. I have a stable home. I have a great boyfriend. I am healthy, and I'm, for the most part, very happy. And five years ago, I was none of those things. I mean, I had a stable home and I had a job, but mentally, I was nowhere near where I am now. I would say mentally, I have grown so much in the past five years. It's unreal you know you've seen me do it oh, yeah. i used to cry every day over things that should not have I've watched you grow up i know that's special but it's true <laughs> like i used to cry over silly little things that i shouldn't have thought twice about but i yeah. would anyway and now i've learned to let go of those things that i i don't need to worry about them and that should be ultimately the takeaway from this question is that if you're ever in a spot if you're ever in a a kerfuffle, a pickle, kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> to identify what's wrong and to say to yourself, all right, well, okay, I don't need to be in this position. What can I do to make it, what can, what can I do to get the fuck out of here? You know, it's like yeah. for me, I've been trying that for a long time with cigarettes, right? And I've been mm-hmm. trying to break, I'm going to keep talking about this, but <laughs> I'm trying to break that habit. That's the biggest thing yeah. for me, right? So it's like really trying and every time I get in a situation where I'm like, all right, I don't need to be smoking right now. You know, it's like, well, well, why, like, like, why am I, like, what, how can I fix this, you know? And then I'll go a few days without it, but ultimately I'll... Yeah, but that's a really good way of, like, breaking down... If you take a problem and you say, oh my gosh, this is such a big problem, I don't know how to deal with it. You need to break it down and see, like, what caused this problem, what is going on right now, what are some possible ways I can fix this, and then go with one way that you can fix it. If that doesn't work, try something else. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't revolve your whole thought process in life about a situation that is happening that is temporary like if it's a temporary situation don't worry about it because it will pass like there are situations in high school where i was like i'm never gonna get over this i'm it's just, it's gonna eat me up like, and here I'm, you are and i can't even tell you half of those situations <laughs> right now but i knew at the time it was so important that this went the way that I needed it to go because I was I was a very big control freak. Like it needs to go this way and this way, and it just needs to be perfect. And it I now I couldn't care less. It is what it is. That's my thought yeah. process. It yeah. is what it is. If something bad happens, there's two ways to go about it. You can let yourself eat like let it eat you up and get all sad and whatever, or you can look at the bright side. At least you know you didn't get shot in the head today like that's a little extreme <laughs> but like there's always a better thing that you can think that's about that's what i do I, when i get all upset about smoking i'm like well at least i didn't smoke a pack today you know at there least you I go, always johnny smoke always like being ten. positive <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the positive side of this <laughs> well so then then identifying your flaws mm-hmm. is important, right? Yeah. So for the next question, mm-hmm. what are you most self-conscious about? Um, Let's identify one of these flaws right now. 
Okay. Let's go right there. All right. Let's grab it and let's <laughs> yank it. Let's throw it the fuck out. What are you most self-conscious about? Um, Physically? Or like mm, mentally? Anyway, preferably mentally. But if you'd rather talk about a physical flaw, then be my guest. Uh, I'll tell you my physical flaw after I tell you my mental. Because okay. it's not a big flaw and I'm learning... Huh, there we go, growing. Uh, I'm learning that it's not that big of a deal. But mentally, um, I, mm, there's a lot. <laughs> I have to pick one. <laughs> okay, so we're going to attack this head on. You're going to tell me it's going to be a little group therapy session. Group therapy okay. session. Um, that was a choker. That was a choker. <laughs> he got the choker. fucking heard one. He got the choker oh, reference. Oh my gosh. Um, a mental flaw that I have. Oh, okay. I don't like making decisions because mm. I am so scared that I will make the wrong one and then regret it, but not regret it in the sense like I just got a piercing and I regret it in the sense of it's a life changing decision and I made the wrong one. Yeah. A, a frequent one is, is should I keep this person in my life or not? And that's one that you've overcome recently. So yeah. you've realized and you've learned from that that, oh, my God, like, I made this decision and, and it was the right one. Man, it could have been the wrong one. I mean, you've you clearly made the decision to keep this person in your life before yeah. after some other bad things that we won't go into <laughs> happened. You know, yeah. you kept that person around and you realized from that that it was the wrong decision. So then you were able to make the right one. So ultimately... Yeah. Making a decision in general is good because you can learn from it either way because you learn from your fucking mistakes, right? Yes. And I'm... I get that because, I mean, especially for someone with anxiety, it's like it can be hard to make a decision. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like I always second guess myself. Even like ordering food, I'll be like, should I get this? Like I always ask somebody, like, should I do this? What do you think about this? Should I do this? I don't really do things like... If I'm on the fence about something, I need somebody else's opinion on it. Even if I know that I cut my bangs and I was texting all my friends, should I cut bangs, should I cut bangs, should I cut bangs? Like, and why do that... you think it is that you ask other people for their opinions on what <laughs> you're going to do with your own damn self? I don't know. Because I'm scared of making the wrong decision. What if I hate them? But then, like, I so cut my bangs So you're just looking anyway. for helpful advice, not approval? No, yeah. Okay, are you sure it's not approval? Yes, 110%. Because when that person was in my life and I was asking everybody, what should I do, what should I do? And they all told me to skedaddle. I didn't, and I'm very happy that I didn't. Okay. And a lot of people were very upset with me about that. I think as long as it's not for approval, then it's not really an issue. No. You know? Yeah. Because if you're seeking approval, then it's (laughs) full circle right back to fucking high school. Yeah. You know, which we don't, is a place we do not need to be no. anymore, none of us. We graduated, we're out. there. We are out. No. We don't need that shit anymore. I definitely don't need the approval. I need the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, it's like, like, a recommendation. What is it almost. called? It's like. Not a recommendation. It's, like it's the. Insurance nice. that something good assurance? will happen. Assurance. assurance. Like, I need the assurance behind insurance it. Insurance. Is, is assurance. Something else. That's like Same thing. Whatever, Johnny. <laughs> what? what was the word I was saying wrong last episode? Oh, I don't remember, but now I, I know what you're talking about. And you corrected me, and I still said it nuclear. wrong. Nuclear. You said nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. yeah. It's nuclear. 
nuclear. Nuclear. Okay, question. What's okay, that? we're gonna go off on a little tangent here. How do you say okay. nuclear? I was with one of my friends the other night. This is a great friend of mine. She's mm. a great friend. She's been a great friend for a while, and we were talking about the word both. Both. B O T H. Some people say both, and some, some people, people say, say both. 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 They throw an L in there, like both. So say both. Both. Okay. Say both. Both. Say it louder. Both. Okay, you're good. This <laughs> goes back to freshman year. Do you remember me and Kelly would always argue about the way I say catch? Yeah, and not catch. Catch. C A T H. Catch because you're from England. You're gonna catch it. No, no. you're gonna catch it because you're from New England. I say catch. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a huge thing. I remember that was a big thing. But I, yeah, I have a big one of my pet peeves when. People whose first Same language is wrong. English can't spell a word or use the wrong there or your. The theirs and yours are terrible. I Those, are, it. Those are easy. Those like are the easy apostrophes. things. Yeah. Well, to put your it's is a particular one that differs from the rest of them mm-hmm. because when you say it is, you put an apostrophe. And it's not because typically an apostrophe shows ownership. Like if you yes. say Johnny's pen, it's Johnny apostrophe S pen. But if it's in it's, it's like it is. It is going to happen. You say it apostrophe s, and then if you say, like possession, like the candles, like the candle has wicks. Its wicks are on fire. It's i t s with no apostrophe. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of exceptions. Of course, English is a hard language. Oh, yes, it's one of the hardest. Yeah. From what I know, I mean, obviously I don't know that for a fact, but I've heard it's yes. one of the hardest to yeah. learn. Yeah, you know? that's crazy to me that we learn. And we all learned it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was yeah. at a friend's house last night, and we were trying to open a bottle of wine, and we, what, uh, what do you guys call the thing that you use to open the cork? A bottle opener? A corkscrew? A corkscrew. My friend was defending it until the whole night. It was like a two-hour tangent. Everybody mm. was like, does anybody have a wine bottle opener? <laughs> we follow him around and say, it's a fucking corkscrew! <laughs> A wine bottle opener? I just say it's a bottle opener. No, a bottle opener is for like a... And then he'd pull one out and he's like, I would be the petty motherfucker and give him a fucking beer bottle (laughs) opener. One of the ones to take a can off. That's (laughs) where a bottle opener is. A cap off. Yeah. It's not a... a, 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 It's a corkscrew. It is, yeah. yeah. Because it's a cork and not a bottle cap. Yeah. Emma. All right. All right. Let's move uh, on. He was very (laughs) prestigious about that. It was... We will funny. move on to the next question. There are two left, Who and then we are going to end it with the same twist that we did the last episode. Oh, great. So, <laughs> what is a... I'm scared. What, here, let me rephrase this. What bad thing have you done that nobody else found out about, and that they will now? Oh, uh, man. Oh, <laughs> when geez. you put it like that. Jeez, Johnny. And I bad. I'm not saying like, ooh, I left the stove on, or <laughs> you know, like I, I, you know, drove on the wrong side of the road for five seconds. No, what bad thing have you done? I don't <laughs> think I've like I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I've done that's bad. Okay. What do you do? You know something I don't? No, like no, I, I'm just I'm just thinking. There's always got to be something that you know. There's always got to be something. Yeah. Bad. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I've ever done anything, like, bad. 
bad, bad. I couldn't do that to myself because I'd be stressing out about it. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh my gosh, what did I just yeah. do? What did I just do? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I need to tell somebody that I did that. You are the person who has to tell somebody. Yeah, yeah okay. I can't. Okay. I don't think I've ever done anything bad that nobody knows about. Fair enough. Yeah. Jeez. All right, well then let me rephrase it again. <laughs> okay. What there bad thing have you done that your parents don't know about? My parents oh. are going to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, might as well be <laughs> open with them. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of something that I've done that's bad that my parents don't know about. Well, luckily we've got oodles of time. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't... When you said, you ever seen that Spongebob episode with the... Uh, the bubble, and he flies around and he goes, evil! Yes, actually. That's what it reminds me of when you say bad. <laughs> I usually bad. don't remember, like, Spongebob references, but yeah, for some no. reason I remember that one. Yeah, that was a banger. What was the dude with the, uh, he had, like, a glove on his head, and he had the red eyes. He was, like, this... Like, you the know white glove? No, he had, was it? it was a blue glove with, oh. or it had, like, fucking ears or something, and he was with the bubble dude. Is he like the villain, like the yeah, one that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Yeah, uh, Manta or Ray or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, that was a glove. That yeah, was a holy dude. shit. That was a glove. <laughs> I never knew that was a glove. For real? <laughs> I mean, it might not be a glove. Not, I could look at a picture really later. It looks like a glove. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. And I think it was Rayman or Manta Ray or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. along those lines. So anyway. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Can't think of anything. I, not that I haven't told my parents, because again, I get into the mindset, like, what if this slips out and then my mom's going to be mad at me that I lied about it, like, or didn't tell her about it, <laughs> and then that'll just make things worse because I've been hiding it for so long. Well, I guess then that's a, that's a good thing. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't hide a lot from my parents, and if I do, they end up finding out anyway, so, yeah. All right, and currently fair. I am not hiding anything, so. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. So then we will close out these questions Ooh. with the last one. Okay. The finale the is... The finale. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, I want to be remembered as somebody who never judged anybody for who they actually are. I would never want to be remembered as a person that put somebody else down or made somebody feel bad about themselves or anything like that i want to be remembered mm. as a very honest kind person and non-judgmental person. non-judgmental yeah, yeah. person yeah and like i don't know i don't know i just want to be remembered as like a good person i don't want to go out with a bang i don't want to be a famous person i don't want to be somebody that is all over the news and she died because she did this like that that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Those are strangers. Like they don't, they don't know who I am. I don't care mm -hmm. if they know what I did or what I didn't do. But like when I have kids one day and they're older, I want them to remember me as the mom that they could go to and talk to yeah. for no anything, no matter what. And I would never get mad at them or judge them for something. And if they told me that they need help with something, I'm gonna help them. And I would never get mad at them. That's, like, a big thing mm -hmm. for when I'm older. I don't ever 
want my kids to think I'm mad at them or disappointed in them. I mean, I'm bound to be disappointed in my kids at some point. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like if I get tattoos. That, <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't be disappointed in them in that sense. But, like, I'm, I want to remember how I'm feeling now and, like, I'm, hypothetically, I'm still a kid. Not hypothetically, I am still a kid. Like, I'm not, yeah. like, I'm an adult legally, but mentally, I'm still kind of a kid until yeah. I'm, like, 30. Yeah. Then I'm old. I was going to say about but... <laughs> 30 is when you're not a kid anymore. Yeah. yeah, like, I still live with my mom, and I have a boyfriend that I met in high school. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, when my kids are going through something, or they do something, like... I don't know if they did drugs at a party. I'm not going to yell at them and say, you should never do drugs, blah. I'm going to sit them down and say, why did you do it? This is why you shouldn't do it, and these will be your consequences if you do do it again. I'm not going to con- I'm not gonna say you're grounded or anything like that. Like, I feel the best way to grow is if you make a, if you make a mistake, you're going to get consequences from it. And I don't ever want my kids to think that I'm going to be the one giving them consequences. Because they're real life consequences. If you drive while you're drunk, yeah, I'm going to be really upset because it's so unsafe. I'm not going to ground you for it, but I'm going to tell you that if you were to get caught, if they did get caught, they're at the police station, and hopefully they learned at that point that you yeah. shouldn't do that again. Because uh, Yeah, uh, the best way for a child to grow is in a supportive environment. And, and granted, sometimes frontier justice is necessary. Yeah. Sometimes you need to, you know, lay down the law a little bit. You need to be like, yeah, yeah and I'm not look, saying listen, I'm not going to care. You're not going out for a week because you did this, this, and this, you know, or you're, yeah. you got work school that's fucking it. Like, shut up about it, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, sometimes you have to be a little harsh, but, yeah. but mostly a supportive environment is what's best for growing. Yeah, and I want my kids to be able, if they're ever in a situation where they need my help. I don't ever want them to think that I'm going to be mad at them and then they don't call me and then they're off. Like, if they're drunk at a party, everybody's drunk at a party and they need a ride home because they can't sleep over for some reason, I never want them to not call me. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're 15 years old, drunk at a party, you think I don't know that's exactly what you're doing? Yeah. Really? You don't want them to be afraid. Yeah, because I don't want them to be like, why were you drinking? Like, I was doing it at that age. Why should I be mad at them for doing exactly what I did? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I think of it. I mean, some people might disagree, and that's fine. I agree, I agree. But I want my kids to know, like, my mom will always have my back, like... Even if she doesn't agree with me, like, at least she told me the truth and didn't say, you shouldn't eat sugar because it'll keep you up at night. You shouldn't eat sugar because it's bad for you. And I'll give them a whole science lesson if I have to on why (laughs) sugar is bad for you. And that's just an example. But you know what I mean? Like, if something that they're doing is unsafe, I'm not going to just tell them because it's unsafe. Well, why is it unsafe? Like, you should always... Make sure you educate them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that's like it's a bad idea to drive drunk or to yeah to, to, yeah do and you can say like or anything. Yeah. like we growing up and going to the school that we did go to a lot of scary things happened there drug overdoses things like that so when my kid comes up to me and says hey mom somebody offered me this at school a drug 
I'm not gonna be like, why, why'd you take it? Blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna tell them like, this is why you should not take something that you don't know what it is because this could happen to you and it's not safe and you could end up getting really, really hurt and yeah. like mm -hmm. things Just like that. Just explaining it to them, yeah. In yeah. a nutshell, explaining it to them and being not only a parent but an educator as to the way the world works yeah. and, and what you should and should not do because that's going to be your job as a parent, you know, to, yeah. to raise your children, not just to... To watch them grow up, you know. Yeah, and I don't want to be the parent that's just like, don't do this because I said so. Well, why are you yeah, saying so? Yeah, because I so? said so is not a reason. I yeah. I always grew up thinking that when my parents said it. I was like, well, that's not a reason. You know, yeah. like, I would like a reason. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I would like a reason. I mean, there are certain... <coughs> there are certain no, actually, no, that doesn't even... There is no reason that you should say because I said so. If your kid wants to go to the park and you say no, and they're like, why? Because I said so and they're tired, or if you're tired, you say, because I'm tired and I can't go today, can we do something else? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I well. definitely wouldn't hide some shit from my parents. When I went out, I would get white girl wasted at my friend's <laughs> house, and <laughs> they'd come home and be like, yeah, no, I just hung out. Yeah. Video games, skateboarded, all yeah. that. <laughs> and it's good to, like, do those things, because when my kids are a teenager, I want to be like, yeah, I did that too. I know how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what we can do to prevent this from happening next time. Like, things like that so I can relate to them a little bit yeah. and let them know, like, yeah, I went through it too. Yeah, I got plastered at a party once and woke up hungover the next day. In like, those instances, empathy is more of a yeah. reliable, you know, yeah, form of sure. expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that about wraps up the questions. Okay. So this twist is just that you are going to take this now, and you're okay. going to look at the questions, mm -hmm. and you're going to pick two questions for myself and for Chris to answer. So okay. just questions you might be in? Blind. interested okay. in hearing us answer, and yeah, basically that. Okay. Um, what is the, Johnny, what is the worst lie you've ever told? That's a good one. Yeah, I'm really that? curious. I wasn't expecting Cut. to be asked this question. Um, well, you can I never thought computer. you were going to get that one. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, the worst lie kind. I've ever told? Yeah, that would be it. I love you. That was the worst lie I've ever said. Not well, to you. Shit. But, well, <laughs> shit. That took a turn. I've... I've uh, I was similar to how you were describing yourself in high school, being in, from relationship to relationship sort of thing. I was yeah. like that a lot, and I, um, I would say, I would say those words a little too, you know, loosely. easily, a little too yeah. loosely. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I'd throw that around too much. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I didn't I really understand you. what it meant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'd never really experienced it the way other people had, I guess. Like, not even from, like, a family aspect. We've never had a very... My family and I have never been super tightly knit or whatever the expression is, you know. We've mm -hmm. just coexisted and enjoyed each other's company, but it hasn't been like, oh, we're going to do Christmases and we're going to do all these sorts of things, you know. So I never really experienced love that way. Okay. So I, I threw it around too loosely, I think. Can I say something sure. on that? So, I saw this thing, and it makes a lot of sense. When you say, 
I love you to somebody in high school, you think you mean it, unless you know that you didn't mean it, then, like, that's different. But, personally, I would tell somebody that I was with, I love you. Like, maybe I didn't mean, like, now, sitting here, I didn't really you mean it. You thought you meant it at the time, yeah. At the time, that was love for me. That was what I thought love was. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm. not like I never, I yeah, didn't no, love I, them. I just said it knowingly. Oh, well, that's just Well, I know, I know that I, 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 and I regret it, but I was just, you know, I, I don't know. I just didn't want to hurt their feelings or anything like that. So I was just, and the, I would never be the first person to say it. It yeah. would be like an I love you too kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And well, then you're like, trapped. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> when you say it, it's not, you can't just be like, thank Same you. Ditto, yeah. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> oh, really? Ditto. Do you? <laughs> I said that the first time. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Did you actually? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Ditto. I mean, I was like in like sixth grade, so... <laughs> what the fuck was I going to say? Cold-hearted sixth grade Chrissy. Thanks. Love to see it. I said I love you to Andrew first, and what did he say back? He said something like, okay, or like, he wasn't expecting it at all, I totally bombed him with it, (laughs) but he was like, okay, or something along those lines of like a one word answer that was not I love you too, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, Uh. we've been together for a while now. And you don't want me back. And he was like, like an hour later, he was like, I love you too. And I was like, well, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> love takes more time for some people, you know. Yeah. yeah. And some people aren't used to, to some certain kinds of love. Yeah. You know? Like I've been in certain situations where I wasn't capable of handling all the love that I was getting, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, all right, got to remove myself from this because I'm <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, I don't like being... Appreciated this so bad, but yeah, I know what you mean. Perception is definitely kind of a wild thing to have. It's because I don't know. It's just especially when you don't like give it back. Like when someone's like obsessed with you, it kind of gets weird. Mm. Like it gets wild. Oh oh, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple. A couple experiences with that. That is, uh, yeah, it's a little. It gets to the point where it's like disturbing, and you're actually yeah, questioning, like, does uh, this person know? save this for the next episode? Okay, <laughs> let's, okay. Let's, let's dive too deep into this. One. We'll go part two with Emma. Yeah, start yeah, off with that. We'll question. do that. <laughs> okay, Chris, what is something that you think your parents don't understand about you? Mm. Oh fuck, that's that's a deep one. I like him. Probably, um, probably, uh, that I like my alone time. I like to be alone and not talk to you. Mm. Pretty much, kind of all the time when I'm at my house, to be honest with you, but <laughs> it's like to be there, shower, eat, and then either go to work or... Just the essentials. Hang out. Yeah. And if I talk to you, talk to me back, but I don't know. I like my alone time a lot, and... Not that they don't respect it, but they don't understand how much it means to me. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's hard for parents to understand. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, again, that's sort of like, I love you this much, love me this much back sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you can't really blame them. Like, you're their child. Yeah, like, of course. They made you. They're obsessed with you from the wow. day you were born. 
in certain situations most, you might be able to blame them. For most people. But, Johnny. Um. <laughs> what? I wasn't talking about anything particularly. I'm just saying, like, parents aren't always no, I know. the best, you know? They yes. don't always, the parents make mistakes, too. Yeah. You no. know, and the most you, the best you could do is forgive and move on. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Because they make mistakes just the same as you make mistakes, you know? I damn well made plenty of mistakes in my life. Mm-hmm. So has my mom. You yeah. Know? And I've, you know, fuck it. I've moved on. I've forgiven her, you know? It's yeah. it's hard, but... Especially when it's something that's so pivotal, like an important thing. If Mm -hmm. if they don't know how to handle a certain situation, like I have experienced situations like that and I'm like, I'm really upset with you and I'm going to be upset with you for like a long time, but you get over it. Yeah. You know, you move on. Yeah. Most of the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Most of the time. Johnny, what are you most self-conscious about? Hmm... If you need to think about it, I never told you my physical thing. Okay, you can tell me the physical thing. Have you ever seen this little red spot on my face? Yes, we've had this conversation before. That's too. it. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's Gave it. me a lot of time. That was to a think lot of things. Sure. A lot of time to think. Uh, what am I most self conscious about? I would. I would probably say my laugh, to be honest with you guys. Which one? The Joker one? <laughs> it's one? thing, because my laugh is kind of like that now. Or like it's kind of people, evolved. People tell me that all the time. They're like, your laugh just sounds like that now. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. That's <laughs> nothing to be self-conscious about. <laughs> people say it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I, it just, I, I just feel like a schmuck, you know? When people oh, point no. it out, and they're like... No. You got a Joker laugh. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, don't say sorry about it. Be like, damn yeah, I right, know. isn't I that do. cool? Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's weird. No, it's, it's not. not. Cool. You gotta carry around the car. It's weird if you're in a, a grocery store and you tap someone on the shoulder and laugh in their face like that. That's weird. <laughs> well, but I've never done that. <laughs> well, exactly. So you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, we still got time for you to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris. What bad thing have you done that no one else found out about? Damn, I was hoping I wouldn't get asked this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that no one found out about. Until just now. Yeah. Until just now. <laughs> just now. Well, I guess um, people know about it, but they don't know specifics, I guess. So I um, a little loop-de-loop in my car a few years back. I... Uh, Landed into a rock wall and almost died, but we... Hello. Okay. Yeah. That was an interesting night at the girlfriend's house, the ex-girlfriend's house now, but I was pressed, to say the least, so it was going a little quicker than normal, Uh, but I told everybody, you know, 35, 35 speed limit, but it was black ice, slid, and... Oh, shit, dude. R.I.P. the car, but... R.I.P. the car. I was going to say, it's not that car that you have now, right? No. That would, that Jeez. thing's like a tin can, buddy. I know about that. I think, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no, wow. it wasn't the brightest wow. of times. I'm glad I'm out of all of that, actually. Yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Especially if it caused something like that, man. I mean. Well, I wouldn't blame I know all I didn't, on that. Yeah, no, the black ice was a big, big factor there. That you was be a careful massive that factor, and that was like a 90 degree turn, and I Oof. did not. 
compensate for that. Because yeah. no, yeah. when you get when you get heated and you're in your car, you're just like listening to music loud and you're fucking speeding. Yeah, I was listening <laughs> to Suicide Boys. That was fucking <laughs> exactly. awesome shit. Oh, Suicide Boys has some great music for those moods, man. That's oh for sure. Gosh, that is so scary. Yeah, that is terrifying. I can't relate to the driving past fast part. I'm on probation. My license is on probation. If I get pulled over, I will get it taken away because I was going too fast. But I do screech, not scream. It's quite literally a screech if I'm angry, like a gut hurling scream. I think you did that for me in the car once yeah, the I other did. day. Yeah. I was like, she was like, I can scream louder than that. And I was like, do it. And she's I like, did. you're going to hate it. And I was like, do it. And I hated it. it <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. If I'm really angry, I'll do it to the point where my face is like bright red. And I'm like just huffing and puffing, going along with my I eyes. laugh. <laughs> I laugh. You in the car. Because I end up getting so angry about something that it becomes funny to me. Is that weird? It becomes no. funny. And I'm like, shit, you know, <laughs> like. Like if I'm mad at a friend for something they did, instead yeah. of getting like, yeah, I'm just like those fuckers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> those fuckers. Fuck that. Yeah. Now it's just music super loud, like to the point that I might break my speakers soon. Mm. But I've already blown a subwoofer, but oh, not yeah. not rage. I just didn't put it down correctly. Yeah. So it kind of shit the bed quite early, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Have you guys ever seen Ferris <coughs> Bueller's Day Off? Oh, of course. So you know when Cameron is Jeez. in the car and he's like, he's, wait, what, is, what did he say? He's going to pressure me or something like Some, that. And yeah, he's like, like he's going to make me go, he's going to make me feel bad. Just go, just go, just go. That, that is <laughs> like what I do. My music is off and I'm like talking to myself and I'm like, this shouldn't have happened. Why not do that? All that, that I what remember from hell? that movie is when they stole the red car. The, the Ferrari or whatever, and they were driving, and they went over the the, the yeah. hurdle, and the Star Wars theme song was playing. It's awesome. I just watched that movie the other day. I, I remember when Cameron. they put the they put the car in reverse to bring off the miles. That was a funny issue. Oh yeah. <laughs> like guys, we get the miles off. We go in reverse. <laughs> That is a funny movie. I gotta watch that again. That is, that a, is a funny movie. fucking movie. And when he was running back through the everybody's backyards, and he was like jumping on yeah. the trampoline and shit, <laughs> running through that, the parties. That scene has been copied for so, so many, many different things. <laughs> they did it in, I think they did it in one of the Halloween movies. They did it in Euphoria. Yeah. They did it in so many in different Euphoria. spots. <laughs> yeah, Chris refuses to watch that show. It's an incredible show, Chris. It is absolutely amazing. I, I I'm telling. I you. have HBO. I look at it every time I boot it up. It's always like front page. Watch you for it. See, it's not one like, of these shows that's like Outer Banks or anything like that. Hey, that's what I think it's gonna be like. And I'm honestly, you. I enjoyed Outer Banks. I'm not gonna lie yeah, to you. I thought it was pretty you, cool. Chris. If you enjoy Outer Banks, why wouldn't you try Euphoria? Because I don't want more of it. I got, I got my one Outer Banks, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Feel, my name is John B. That's what I go by at work. You think, I feel like a schmuck every time they bring it up. John B. I don't fucking like that show. I hate Outer Banks. I hate that John, type of show. Get your mind You're out of the gutter, John B. And Euphoria is nothing like that. It is an incredible show. Yeah. Keep your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Keep your mind out of the gutter, John B. <laughs> oh. well, you, you watch Outer Banks, though, right? I watched, like, the first episode, and I was so disgusted I couldn't do it. Mm, that's fair. I, I was so bothered, but I don't like that sort of show at all. 
at all. Yeah. I can't get with that. I was kind of surprised that I enjoyed it. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you enjoyed that, you should at least give Euphoria a try. But we'll this, is a, this is a we'll conversation this we is, can yeah, save for another time. This is a tangent for another time. Emma, it was a pleasure having you. It really you. was. It was a pleasure being on here. And we will have you back again soon. Uh, any Great. closing final thoughts you'd like to, to share? No, not really. It was fun. I, th- no? I was a little nervous at first. Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot about me over there. I know. If we do another one of these, I'll cook up some better questions. But That's okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel more comfortable about it now. So Good. I'm that's glad. okay. I'm glad I'm you enjoyed yourself. We enjoyed having you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, Chris, we will be back every like, Saturday. Every Saturday. It's been real. Hell yeah. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. And if you made it this far, thank you. Amen. Thank you. And uh, have a great night, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever, whenever you listen to this. And uh, peace out. Bye-bye.